Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... I got a charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? Uh, hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. So it's my week to do the movie quote. It is. Are you ready? I guess. Okay. I believe you have my stapler. That's it? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the other one? PC load letter? What the fuck does that mean? PC what? Load letter. Have you never seen this movie? Oh, I think I got you. What the fuck are you talking about? PC load letter? PC load letter? What the fuck does that mean? Okay, I don't know what that is. Okay, I'm going to try one more. (laughs) When you come in on a Monday and you're not feeling real well, does anyone ever say to you, sounds like someone has a case of the Mondays? I don't think you've ever seen this movie. It's Office Space. Oh, no, I've never watched Office What? No. Oh. <laughs> oh, so then I really did stump you this week. Yeah, I've never seen that movie. <laughs> I don't even know if I know who's in that. Who's in that Chevy Chase? Not Chevy Chase. What's the guy's name? Uh, Martin? Oh, I don't know. I have to look it up. I know what the cover of the movie looks like. Like, I can Office tell Space you what it looks like. I've never watched it. so good. I cannot believe you've never seen it, but I am extremely proud of myself for picking something that you don't know. Oh, Jennifer Aniston. And Ron Livingston, Gary Colt. No, nobody I know. I just recognize this cover with the post-its all over this person's body. I don't really recognize any of these actors' names, but I have seen that movie so many times. It is hilarious. I couldn't even tell you what it's about. Oh my God. You have to watch Office Space. It is so fucking funny. Never. It's very white. Well, it's not. Well, I mean, it is very white, obviously, but hilarious. So. Well, welcome to the read, everybody. I am the movie quote queen. Yeah. Oh, that's your... Yeah, that's my name this week. (laughs) Well, I am um, uh, Bad Bunny. I don't know. Who the hell? One of them niggas that was performing with Cardi B. Oh, I love your... uh, I love this manicure situation you have going on. Yeah, I just felt like, you know... That's festive. Black nail polish, why not? Wait, what? (laughs) 
I said black pale nail polish. Why not? That was yeah. just on my mind. Okay. Well, I, I love it. It looks so good. Um, welcome back, girls and boys, to another episode of The Read. We will not waste any more of your time. We'll just dive right into Black Excellence. This week's Black Excellence is a 13-year-old North Kansas City native by the name of Nevaeh Spillman. And the reason that she's so black and excellent is because... She is the starting quarterback for the Maple Park Vikings. What? Are they Vikings? I believe they're Vikings. I watched this on their uh, the NKC Schools YouTube channel. Oh my gosh, she's Basically, 13. Basically, 13 years of the age. <laughs> Look at her. Just a regular, regular young lady, you know, going to school, 3.5 GPA, and, you know, having friends, having lunch with their homegirls, and then also schooling you niggas on the, fo- the, bas- yes! I mean, the football field, on the green, on the grass, on the place over there. Wow. So, um, yeah, so I just, I saw this on ebony.com, and I was, you know, as a almost 31-year-old male who knows next to nothing about football, mm-hmm. was very uh, intrigued and, like fascinated by this young lady who not only knows pretty much everything about football but excels in it she's been playing been playing since the age of four of course and <laughs> has wow. been in like leagues i guess like local leagues okay. so this is the first time that she's playing for a school and she's a starting quarterback and the other her teammates are like yeah we don't care about her being a girl we just care for them about the fact that she's sick she good? she's because, great she right. has an arm they say and clearly right and she much like a 13 year old I loved in this interview how she's just sitting there with her glasses and she's just kind of like a typical teenager like yeah I just like football and then just like and we've just been playing a long time just like good so a girl I guess just like Like, like, I mean whatever that's it I'm honestly surprised I didn't know they were letting girls play football in middle school I don't know if that's just because I'm old or what, but... I think it's like a school by school. I guess, you know, some schools do and some don't. I don't know. It depends on where. So I'm always, like, really, you know... I like when I see schools like this that Mm -hmm. will let girls play on the football teams and stuff like that because yeah. she's out here schooling these niggas like I didn't know nothing about what quarterbacks do but they showed them <laughs> in like the huddle the little the group of niggas yeah the quarterback yeah leads and the whole offense and she's right in there and she's <laughs> saying all of the spells or whatever yeah, it is she's that they be casting saying, the spells yes essentially saying nigga you be over there and you do that mm-hmm. and then you are over there and that's how we win and then they do <laughs> and my favorite part of the interview <laughs> was when she talked about how after the games when like they'll go and like shake hands with the other team and stuff like that uh-huh. she removes her helmet the other team gags because they're like <laughs> they oh shit her quarterback girl. is a girl <laughs> wow that's so many that's a plot twist to so many movies I've seen I know right <laughs> Anyway. Well, I love this. This is great. Even well, I feel conflicted about football to be honest, but this is great. Well, it's not the NFL. It's just a middle school. I know, but the it, let's let's not take away from this young girl's moment. Good for her. Absolutely. Yes. And one thousand percent. Shout out Blessings to black girls. To Being leaders, you know, across industries. Hey y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. 
With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. This week... Uh, in our segment called Hot Tops and the Number One Bottoms Detective Agency. Shout out to Jill Scott. So much going on this week. Oh, Father yet, God. Not much. <laughs> um, Isn't it funny how those happen at the same time? All the time. Literally every week. I believe it was last week, maybe the week prior, that we talked about Jermaine Dupree and his plans for a so-so deaf tour. Uh, so-so deaf 25th anniversary culture culture currency tour oh to be uh, exact culture currency currency spelled with an s that is a dollar sign oh what but isn't that already somebody yeah i think that's a rapper's name so is he also not, oh, okay never mind all right i just feel like that causes confusion but okay uh, you know i was a little <laughs> confused Okay, I'm glad it wasn't just me. All right. So, uh, JD said that they were postponing the tour for production reasons. Um, And now, apparently, Atlanta and Los Angeles are the only dates that they're doing as of right now. This is before, like, it seems they had uh, DC. They were going to do Barclays. Barclays' website just says canceled. If you just, you don't even (laughs) got to click on the website. You just Google it, and Barclays is like, we're not doing it, girl. Uh, Baltimore, North Carolina. Well, Barclays is lofty. Y'all should have picked SOBs. Mm, Damn. No, that's not nice. Well, no, it isn't nice, but it is true. The lineup here... I never saw the flyer. Okay. 
Jermaine Dupri's name is first, of course, even though we care about what he's performing least. Right. Because what Jermaine Dupri doesn't have any songs with him as the primary artist that I like. He's always just randomly jumped in on somebody's remix, and I'm like, oh, okay, JD's verse. The only song I can think of is that song where Jana Jackson was in a video. I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> and that was probably, you see how you remember Jana Jackson being in the video That's and not the name of the song? Like, it was like a peep show he was at or something, and like she was one of the dancers. And it was like, oh, because they went together at the time. Oh, right, right, right. So it was like, oh, Ooh. here she at which, you know, May Wonders never cease. Um, and then Missy did a remix to that song. Mm-hmm, so that's mm-hmm. like the Jermaine Dupri song I know. And I'm sure that he has some songs that are technically his song, but there's a whole bunch of Atlanta niggas on it in that song, right. you know, but I can't think of any of those That's what right I'm saying, now. right. It's always like, oh yeah, JD's verse on whatever. It's never like that nigga went hard on this, this, this. Like you don't think of him that way Jermaine Dupri has been a gift to the culture for providing production production and introducing us to people that is where you have really made your mark as a producer and nobody can take that so the whole I mean but I guess it's a it's so so dead it's It's so so dead it's his shit so of course he's going to be top billed but it's just like you're not anyway it doesn't matter right after his name is Escape then we have The Brat uh, which we said clearly Mm -hmm. you know Jagged Edge Bow Wow's name's still on here. Okay. Even though, I guess, TBD. Okay. Um, <laughs> Is there an asterisk? No, it's just right there. <laughs> okay. Bone Crusher, Young Bloods, Jaquan, who I am flabbergasted to find is living, and Dem Franchise Boys. Okay. Well, I so. feel like that's that's in the correct order. For the most part. So I don't know, you know, I'm assuming the ticket sales didn't go the way that, you know, they anticipated. I didn't know that it was even happening until they were on The Breakfast Club. And that was maybe like two or three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So it seems like this is supposed to start like the end of the month. Oh, really? Okay, so the dates I'm looking at, it says the DC show was supposed to be in like four days. Okay, well, but that one was canceled, correct? It's just right. Okay. Well, so the thing is with these compilation tours, the tickets cannot be cheap because so many people have to get paid. So when you're talking about putting the tickets at a minimum of $60, $75, then you have way fewer people in your target demo who can afford it or will pay for it. True. Because niggas is just not paying $75 for a ticket to see very many people. They just not doing it. And so you really have to adjust I think your expectations for venue. Atlanta was a given, but it should have always been like a mid-size limited tour to like you know three to five cities it should have always been that barclays barclays girl (laughs) 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 bitch please barclays they're doing it staples center in la uh, okay well then i don't know how spectrum has a center in charlotte north carolina no idea how (laughs) they got staples i don't know and maybe you know it doesn't matter the point is expectations were too high for this from the beginning let me tell you something if you're in Atlanta and you get good and high and drunk, as soon as Bone Crusher come out and goes, Attention! Oh, I'm losing it. I'm losing it. In fact, God damn it, when is this show? Can I make it? So deaf Atlanta. That's my song. Like, I will go just for that and then leave. When does Bone Crusher come out? He has to come out towards like the front or middle portion of the fucking program. on... The 26th. October 21st. No, 21st, yeah. Oh, my God. We have a show in Philly on the 21st. Oh, you do. 
Uh, well, I would rather, you know, be at my sh- my own show, obviously, but yeah. I hate that I have to miss that. Damn. Because that show in Atlanta is going to be great It's energy. going to be lit. Niggas are going to be That's turned. a given. <laughs> well, well. LA will probably be cute, too, and they can bring out some other girls, you know, the supportive folks who have... I'm, I'm stunned at Staples Center. That doesn't seem right, but okay. <laughs> all right. God bless everybody involved. You know, you have all done things for music. Yes. Nice. That is a very nice way to end that, mm-hmm. friend. Cat Williams just got out of jail again. So. <laughs> Wait. What, was he, what did he get arrested for? Ever since he talked about wanding her fingers and called real ugly yes, and said yes. that Tiffany Haddish hadn't proven herself and all of these things, mm-hmm. the devils just came right back. God said, you know what? I gave you a black ass Emmy and you just couldn't be satisfied. Right. You just couldn't sit in that and be happy in that without. Attack people or comfort people. For absolutely no reason. You just mm-hmm. almost got pistol whipped by that lady's husband <laughs> and ran through Kroger or Food Barn or wherever. Had people looking past the motherfucking fruit cups like, who the fuck? Why is niggas chasing um the pimp from Friday After Next? But this time, it seems, he was arrested after assaulting a, a driver. Like, I guess he had like a town car that was supposed to take him. Uh, he's, he was, oh, no. he was going to, as the report says, one of those live wild and out shows. Okay. I don't think that he's been, um, like on it, they've been on tour f- with Wild and Out for a while, but I don't think he's like been touring with them regularly. I would assume that this is going to be like some sort of special appearance, mm-hmm. um, seeing as how he was one of the regulars on the original one. Got it. Um, so he and the driver got into some sort of an arg- argument over the transportation of his dog. Like, I don't know where the dog was supposed to go or how or why or when, but oh, he probably didn't have a crate for it. <laughs> And just wanted the dog to be able to roam around the car. And the driver right. was like, absolutely the fuck not. Because I've gotten into a couple of lifts with Link before. And most drivers will, won't say anything. But a couple of them, especially when it's like, you know, them, them nice newer cars car. or nicer right. cars. They're like, just make sure that you have her in your lap all by, uh, at all times. Do not let her ass onto my seat. If she starts retching or like she got to throw up or do anything, Listen, let me know. So that I can pull the fuck over. And I'm just like, cool. No because disrespect, no shame. Because otherwise, no right. Lyft is going to charge you that 500 cleaning dollar cleaning fee. Deservedly. <laughs> like, it, I, it just makes sense. But I don't know exactly what the argument was about as it pertains to the dog, but that's just what this story says. So they got into some sort of a scuffle. The driver sustained what? Oh, God. Minor it injured scratches and things <laughs> is what it says. Minor injuries to the face. Scratch. Scratching. We have to remember that a child beat Cat Williams' ass, so scratches are probably the best that he's gonna be able to do. So after he was arrested, um, this is in Portland. They found out that he had a warrant for his arrest in Georgia. <sighs> Because he was supposed to show up for court the same day as the Emmys. Guess which one he chose. <laughs> Niggas, court is like first thing in the morning. You could have done, you could have went to court first thing in the morning and then called a flight to L.A. Right? You could have done that. Let's say that you went to court like. Hold on, no, you probably couldn't have because you got to be there pretty early. When do you get out of? When do you get out of court is the question. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you, but I feel like. 
this could have been avoided had you talked to these people about it. Like, couldn't you just have said, you know, I have an extreme extenuating circumstance. Can I come in earlier, maybe? Well, apparently Georgia dropped the charges or whatever. He, you know, got, I'm assuming his lawyers to explain their way out of that. Because he said nobody notified him. His management didn't notify him of the date for court. So that's why he just showed up at the Emmys to get his fucking Emmy or whatever. But it's like, mm. my nigga, I would have... Uh, my reminders at <laughs> isn't that something right isn't that something you should be keeping up with personally like you the one got arrested at the very least us like <laughs> right. I'm not letting you keep track right. of my court dates we're by not yourself. gonna right this you, I just feel like there are some things you as the artist need to be responsible for or stay up on like not Siri every little right details but this Siri is right there <sighs> and if you have one of the newer phones you don't even gotta touch the bitch you can just be like hey Siri and the bitch will be like hey bitch what you want right and you be like uh, write this down and even if you don't you have like an Android I don't know what they're called there is Buford whatever the, the, the um, Samson whoever don't, don't does do the other phones don't do that. Each of the girls have one is what I'm saying. Yeah, they do. So what? Confused. Anyway, he made it out alive and I'm assuming went the fuck home. But now he's going to have to deal with fighting the driver's ass <sighs> over this dog. Which I'm so glad that Link takes care of her own travel these days and just <laughs> books her own stays and she stuff. Like, you I just out don't have it. time. Like, we just don't. <laughs> Not one of us. I got it. Um... So we briefly spoke about Joe Budden and that show that they do for Diddy, um, State of the Culture. Oh. And a promotional video for it, which is shot like one of those, like, look at his face in this promo. Like, it looks like one of, like, 60 Minutes when Mm -hmm. they would interview somebody who didn't really, like, they didn't want their face shown. Okay. Like, it's very, very close up and the lighting is very ominous. I'm not entirely sure why. Right. Anyways. Joe Button is minding his own black ass business and promoting his show and things like that. And offset, um, rapper known for fathering Cardi B's child mm-hmm. left a comment uh, in his comments. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm assuming that he saw, yes. He says, I watched your show. I guess they talked about Cardi B at some point. I'm sure. I don't know why I, mean, I paid why? very little attention after catching a couple of clips of them minus Scotty getting on my damn nerves. I mean, everybody is talking about Cardi B, so I'm sure it happened. Yeah, why not? Right. So, Officer says, I watched the show. You a grown-ass nigga speaking on women. I seen you in Barnes, and you ran like I was going to do some to you, LOL. Now, I read this at first, and I said, okay, this has to be a typo for Barney's, because... Offset doesn't read. Right. (laughs) Much less proofread. Offset and Joe Budden did not bump into each other at a bookstore. No. That didn't happen. Absolutely not. So. That would never. (laughs) Joe Budden reading a couple of books. Possibly. I could see Joe Budden dropping his baby off at his his grandma's house or whatever and be like, let me see what whoever is talking about. But Offset was nowhere near a Mm, bookshelf. No, absolutely not. So, so, uh, um, oh, he also says, you a whole ass nigga. Soon you get touched. You going to be police with a, an African-American police emoji. Okay. Um, if you remember around this time, I think a year or two ago at the BT hip hop awards, they were interviewing Migos. They being Joe Budden with that other show. He used yes. To do. <laughs> Remember, I, I still use the gift of that girl to this day. <laughs> 
Who got left off Ben Boosie? Anybody got left? That look like I got left off Ben Boosie. And all of them niggas stood up looking like like grandma couches with them. Yes, they did. <laughs> Adjusting them paisley shirts. Right. With all their jewelry. <laughs> Floral bullshit. Like, all of your clothes is so nice and your jewelry is so nice and you're just ready to fight at all times. Yes. Yeah, I mean, which is relatable. My grandmother used to always tell me to keep my clothes pressed. You know what mm. I'm saying? Especially like a nice shirt or a buttoned. You don't want creases. Yes. Okay. My grandmother had, you know, pretty low expectations for me. So, <laughs> deservedly. Fair. Well, I guess, you know, the anger is still there. And we're, you know, lashing out at all of the incorrect people once again. I don't know exactly what this comment was in response to or what they could have said in regard to Cardi B and possibly Offset that uh, caused this reaction mm-hmm. from him. Right. I mean, I feel like if Joe Budden would have really went, and far be it for me to ever take up for that nigga, but if he was really disrespectful to Cardi B on air or tape or whatever, I feel like I would have heard about that. Now, I'm not going to ever watch this show purely because he's on it. So That's I will fair. never know what he said. Okay. But I feel like if it was that bad... I would have seen it somehow just through uh, the osmosis of social media. Yeah, I've only experienced the show so far through clips. So I see exactly what it is you're saying. When I talked about Car- uh, not Cardi, when I talked about Remy Ma and that Bill Cosby shit she said, it was because I saw a clip of it and then I went and watched the entire thing so mm. I could be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I see. <laughs> and then they said, so they had some other moment where they talked about homosexuality, didn't live for that. And... Then she also, Remy had people pissed at her for talking about child support. What? It's just... I feel like I missed some things because I was in DR last week. So I feel like I have missed some stories. (laughs) I was on the beach. You really haven't missed much. Like, it's just another, you know, show where they talk about rap shit and they have all kinds of opinions. It's just whatever. It's another show. Got you. But, um... Lord, Remy, what the fuck? I don't... Oh, God. Okay. Well, so anyway, I don't... Right. So I don't know what was said, and I don't even really care. I just feel like niggas and the internet, like, leave... You could just not. If Offset really wanted to confront Joe Budden, he could do it on anywhere but Instagram. Like, at this point, you just have to recognize that Joe Budden is a um, talk show host, and so they're going to talk about things, Mm -hmm. including you. So... That's right. just what happens. It's I mean, a he is much more known on. for being a commentator than a rapper, a rapper these yeah. days. So, and, and that, right, it is what it is. Like, I just don't even understand. I would treat him the way I treat, you know, us Everybody or anybody else who hosts a show or talks about pop culture. Like, literally, every fucking body has an opinion. So, who gives a fuck about yours? That's just really it. So, Cardi B looks Offset got great other at problems. Oh, oh my God, she looked. I was just like, God, I want to stand for you so bad. I just wish you would stop fucking up like every twelve weeks or so. But oh, she looked phenomenal. I feel like people were a little extra about that performance. Like it was a good performance. It, it was, was great. Good. She looked great. Loved the colors, the bike riding. Mm-hmm. She's got rhythm. She's just a fun, a fun artist to witness. Yeah. I think people weren't expecting everything to vibe so much. There you go, bitch. Right. There you are. We weren't expecting to. We like we expected her to look good. We weren't expecting to see like a fully constructed performance. There we are. With a theme and a vibe and, you know, live musicians matching in and, and, you know, the whole thing. She's still, you know, new. We're still getting Mm -hmm. 
you know, live performances right. and all of these moments from her. And much like, you know, and that's why I disagreed with the sympathy and pay. That was just dumb for me from get go. I don't even know why I mentioned that dumb shit. But <laughs> like, that's why I cannot agree with all of these excuses as to why she's doing well. I think that a lot of people from that from that first mixtape were like, oh, wait, like. This is kind of good. Like yeah. we were kind of taken back by Thanks to the Bitch fact Music that Volume One. She I was, was actually creating yeah. things that we I enjoyed. Really liked we didn't it. expect that. So I think it's the same thing with this fucking performance. Like, damn, bitch! Like you actually went off. Okay, Cardi. Like you're not just seen, you know you're not just Bodak Yellow and fading off into the sunset. Like you you trying to establish yourself and be here like, for a while. Yes, like that's what you, I you coming up. You are improving. I came out on the other side of that performance. Like you are not going anywhere anytime soon. Right, and, that's and you wanted to make. Sure, bitches knew. Yes, I did have a baby, and so the fuck what? Had my child and got right the fuck back to business. I can lift my fucking leg behind my neck again. Yes, they said. I can do it again. I sure can, and I look goddamn good. And what's the problem? And who is going to check me about it? Not healed all the way up. Bitch. Not even a bruise. I'm brand no new. I'm brand new. We're out here, so what's the problem? Huh, she was on the cover of some magazine, and I just saw a photo shoot again where she looked fantastic. Her team has been killing it lately. So Cardi B is just, it's like win after win for her. And then lose. And then, right, and then something transphobic or homophobic comes up, and I'm like, really? Why can't we just keep going with the fun songs and the great looks? Why can't we just do that? <sighs> okay, but anyway. Rapper Fabulous has been indicted on four felony charges of domestic violence, terroristic threats, and the like. Terroristic threats? The charges include one count of domestic violence with significant bodily injury, i.e. knocking... Emily B's two front teeth out of her entire head that God gave her. Two counts of threatening to kill and one count of possession of a weapon. So those are the actual charges. Okay. Um, I didn't realize she filed charges. I thought that they were like, I thought they... I think New Jersey did. Oh, the state did. Yeah, this is a grand jury. I was going to say, because I didn't know she left him, but did she? No, she certainly did not. They're together. And I've heard rumors that they're either married now or they're going to get married soon. So that she won't have to... So she doesn't have to testify. I don't even know if that's law in New Jersey, but it might be. I mean, I feel like it probably is. It probably is. That is... I'm really concerned for her. I mean, who wouldn't be? You know, I'm just wow. The whole, like I, <laughs> when we were at the Beyonce show, the one here, mm-hmm. uh, DJ Khaled brought him out. Alex was there, so right. she was like literally sitting right behind me with her homegirl. When Fab- when Fabulous came out, I turned my entire back. <laughs> to the stage and Good I was like you. no the fuck ma'am we shall not <laughs> okay I don't give a Good. fuck about none of that little mo shit that's going up on the stage right the fuck no. now give Emily back her teeth why don't we do that like I don't they Ooh, honestly tried niggas. to like brush this underneath a rug and act like he did not he, he, we right. didn't see him outside with some scissors or whatever in his hand hollering and threatening to kill people like <sighs> Jesus I just I'm worried for her because I feel like the fact that they filed charges means that she's probably going to be in more danger and I've already seen comments from ignorant ass niggas online because of course y'all miserable bitches can't ever just like either not say anything or not say anything (sighs) I've already seen like so many comments from you dumbasses talking about this is why you don't get the police involved in family stuff oh my god no nigga that is not it like how you domestic violence is not family stuff your 
lips or no, fingertips no, that's so to express wrong. that Emily could have anything to do. Oh, no. Or Emily is somehow wrong in this situation. The mm-hmm. only criticism I could give Emily is that she's still there. And I can't even really criticize her for that because I understand the position that a lot of people are in, especially women, with their abusers. It's a normal... You know what I'm right. saying? So I'm not even... I have no judgment to pass over Emily at all. Just like you're saying, it's concern and more so disgust that people are really trying to act like this isn't going down. I hope the right. grand, I hope them niggas get into every crack, nook, crevice that they need to and can in this fucking mm-hmm. um, case. Right. And they shell out the proper uh, consequences. Yeah. Well, you know, I will say that if you've never b- experienced domestic violence and you find it in your heart somewhere to criticize Emily B, you should really shut the fuck up and just thank whoever you believe in that you don't know what it's like. And uh, I think more importantly, a nigga who wants to hurt you or kill you is going to do it regardless of whether you stay. She probably feels like it's safest to stay because it won't make him as mad as if she tries to leave. I don't know what she's thinking, really, but I know that I watch enough of the real news and enough ID network to know that if these abusers, I won't say men, even though overwhelmingly it is, but if these abusers want to kill you or hurt you or stalk you or harass you they will fucking do it they don't give a fuck about the law they want to possess you period so they gonna do it period so i just don't people judging her it's like you really have no idea what it's like to be in that situation and you don't know that leaving is going to make her any safer so i just hope that you know the fact that they filed charges doesn't mean that she is in any more danger i sincerely hope that they are in whatever kind of therapy can fix a person from you know ever doing that sort of thing again although i just really don't i feel like any therapist would tell you that y'all need to at the bare minimum separate and live in separate houses until you've both had some therapy so i just don't i feel like the chances of him actually like being convicted and going to jail are slim to none so especially because she's not going to testify against him so i just hope she and her children are not in any more danger and i hope everything works out for the best but that's really fucking sad um so we mentioned the BT Hip Hop Awards. They just finished taping it in Atlanta. I think is where they always tape it. Yeah, this past week. I'm pretty sure. Um, so Vic Mensa, rapper from Chicago, apparently had a moment in his cipher where he mentioned like rappers lifting, uplifting abusers, or not calling out other artists who have been abusive towards women. Um, And he references XXXTentacion in the the cypher that he did. Mm -hmm. Um, So apparently he got a whole bunch of backlash from that. The child's mom, XXX, his mother was apparently there in attendance. They said that she was very hurt by it and things like that. He posted a video apologizing. Well, not really apologizing, but offering condolences to the mother mm-hmm. for having to, I guess, hear that or whatever, since she's still grieving her son, but remained with the message that he was expressing in the rap, which mm. is that, okay, you know, hip-hop rap culture 
really turns a blind eye to the abuse of women all of the time and look at shit like it's not their problem it's not their issue it's normalized Mm -hmm. to be you know predatory towards women and i found it to be dope that he said that shit yeah you know i'm glad he did shout out to oh my god guess i'm a vic mensa fan now let me you know go get caught up i already had lust Oh, but he now, is fine you know, as hell. Oh, he is so fine. I just, you know, I enjoy that as well. Like, mm-hmm. I haven't really said much about that that child XXX or mm-hmm. whatever because I've never really been a fan of his music. I've never like cared about what he was doing. I honestly don't even know his songs. Like, I can't tell you the name of one. Oh, you know, I can't. And that music is for the children. After I heard about the abuse allegations that he had against him, like I feel like that case of him allegedly beating up some a pregnant girl, mm-hmm. I think that that case was dropped because he died. Like I don't think that they oh, ever yeah. ever even finished. I think so too. So I, I just mean, and that wasn't even the only thing. It's just I mean I yeah I can empathize with his mother because she has lost her son. Right. However. The truth of who your son was is still the truth in his death. And so you knew, you knew well before he died that he was this type of child. You knew that he was this type of person. You knew that he was beating bitches asses. You knew that. And you probably made excuses for it because that's your baby and you don't give a fuck what nobody else has to say about it. And so maybe now after he has died you feel like people should be even more like i don't know it's not is it respectful or is it just like acting like you know the shit that you did in life doesn't matter anymore i feel like the extent of respect for for me like in my opinion is what i've been doing which is just not talking about it like that's, i'm not going to generous act, of you okay if that's how you <laughs> what you want to call it or how you want to define it i will take that mm-hmm. i've never really spoke about him when he was living because i never cared i didn't have interest in it and i didn't like those stories that i was reading about him but right. i'm not going to be like oh r.i.p towards this kid that died. like i'm just not like if you feel any kind of way or moved by it if you were a fan i'm not gonna take none of that away from you have your fun you know what I'm saying grieve do whatever it is that you got to do and like you said I feel sorry for her losing her son as well because at the end of the day it's her fucking son right. nobody wants to have to feel of that of course but at the end of the day he still you was know was an abuser so you have to you have to accept the reality of that 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 was your son I saw a video of him knocking some girl in the side of her See? head and that ended up being a story of, of her going from saying like if he would do something like that unprovoked, then I cannot like I can't imagine what he would have done if he was like really mad or if he was really arguing to then changing it to match his story and then mm. that story going away. Either way, yes. I saw you go from dancing behind this girl to knocking her in the side of her head where the video ended right. up. I don't know who plays like that. I just don't. I don't know who plays like that. And even if y'all were playing again, no, <clears throat> no, niggas so, who play like that will definitely hit you. Exactly. Like what? If, if you, you will hit me. me in the you, side of your head you, when we are joking. Thank you. Thank you. The what the fuck are you going to do to Nobody me when you mad? Jokes like That's that. exactly what I'm saying. So I just <laughs> never said anything about the young man because I never had not nothing to say to about him in the first motherfucking place. But how it just says a lot about this country and the culture of like the culture that cis het men have been 
following like since forever mm. you know across race right you know yeah. it's just how like men are taught to be and mm-hmm. sort of protected in like these evils and this really disgusting behavior like we already have to deal with Brett Kavanaugh on all of that bullshit that honestly has broken my heart every time I think about it the every fact, time I just <sighs> It just is. And Natasha Rothwell wrote a tweet that basically said fitting that a rapist is swearing in another rapist to the highest court uh, in the nation on another rapist like holiday. Yeah. Like, wow, this is just the the power structure of white men, the power structure of, of white supremacy. It It just feels like really fucking overwhelming right now. It's just really good to me to see that there are men out here who are a part of our cultures anyway, who are saying the opposite and making it a point to, um, and receiving backlash, obviously, because, you know, most of y'all ain't ready to hear the truth or deal with change. Mm-hmm. Um, but it gives me a little bit of, of hope. I, I'm, I, <laughs> I'm trying to get it where I can at these day at these points. Yeah, and I'm too. just, I'm also hopeful that like moments like this, will show younger people, however many as possible, that these grown-ups that are in these big high seats... Trash. They suck. You see how garbage they are? They're so much stupider than most of y'all. Honestly. Like, for real in real life? No, dead ass. (laughs) They have no idea what they're doing. So I'm hoping that that acknowledgement mm-hmm. will inspire a lot of younger people to not only go out and vote but also like to do things within their own community to encourage one another and mm-hmm. stuff like that because like yo homeroom sis yeah hey kids like, we need each other y'all you have, we need communities we need to be able to talk to each other people are stressed out you need friends that you can trust and that you can talk to and you need people who will genuinely listen they don't even have to you know have the answers but people need to be able to let it out because it's a lot of shit going on um Whew. as if all of these violences weren't enough mm-hmm. Zillia Banks has caused Lana <laughs> to request Quest a bit of smoke. Oh my God. Let me tell you what I did not see coming from five billion miles away was this shit right here. I'm sorry. I thought Lana Del Rey was one of them sleepy ass bitches who just, you know, stayed high all the time and chilled, you know. I've always known that she's had like some street appreciation in her anyway, just because of some of the beats she's chosen, as well as some of the uh, people she's collaborated with. Um, But I, too, did not expect uh, this to go the way that it did Mm -hmm. or for it to be worded the way that it was. So... St. West's father is still on his MAGA world tour. I don't... Whatever. He really thought niggas was going to be fooled by him moving back to Chicago. I don't care about none of that. Nope. Like... Not at all. None of that Not at all, nigga. in the fucking slime. So, he was on... I think this is Instagram. Um, This seems to be the moment where he was trying to take that fucking hat and tell us that it means something else. The SNL stuff? Is that what you're yes. talking about? The SNL video? Like he clip? was okay. trying yeah. to explain Woo, through social that was media, terrible. whatever. I paid no attention to that. I didn't see the SNL thing and I did not read this this 
comment or whatever in full until this whole shit happened. The clip showed up on my Instagram and I watched maybe half of it and I could not take no more. Kanye West has become much like his wife and her sisters and Azealia Banks and a couple of other celebrities that annoy me to no end. Mm -hmm. He's become one of those types of people where when I see his face or name, I just keep it moving. I have no interest in what you're talking about, what the scandal or the drama or the rant of of today or this week is. Mm -hmm. I don't care about that nigga. I don't care about his music. I don't care about them fucking slides he making that look like Chevy Silverado. No, don't. I don't give a fuck about that. So I stayed over here in my business. Lana Del Rey apparently felt differently. She responded to Kanye and said the following. She said, Trump becoming our president was a loss. But well, okay, let me read this part. Okay. Kanye says, this represents good and America becoming whole again. This being the hat. We will no longer outsource to other countries. We build factories here in America and create jobs. We will provide jobs for all who are free from prisons as we abolish the 13th Amendment message sent with love. And then if you look really, 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 really close behind the word love, like with a very, very, very good magnifying glass Mm -hmm. and tiny, tiny font, you can see help. I'm still in the sunken place. (laughs) Send water. It is so dry down here. It smells like all of the seasoning that my family doesn't use. Mm, shout out to you Staring and that magnifying really glass hard. that you keep on you at all it's times. It's right there. I just don't know how to get to him. No, I get it. And I don't want to. I mean, I can't save you. I cannot save Kanye West don't and I have it. literally no interest. None. So Lam says, Ooh. Trump becoming our president was a loss for the country, but your support of him is a loss for the culture. Imagine a white bitch saying that to you. I can only assume and you re- right. and being correct. Ah. I can only assume you relate to his personality on some level. Delusions of grandeur, extreme issues with narcissism, <laughs> none of which would be a talking point if we weren't speaking about the man leading our country. If you think it's all right to support someone who believes it's okay to grab a woman by the pussy just because he's famous, then you need an intervention as much as he does. Something so many narcissists will never get because there just isn't enough help for the issue. Message sent with concern that will never be addressed. Let me tell you something. Accurate. Trump and and his Legion of Doom got all these white girls piping up. Listen. Everybody's expressing themselves. White women are going through it right now. Okay. The girls have put rough drafts in their notes app. They're having an awakening, all right. And they are coming together in droves. <laughs> they never I spoke cannot before, believe but they have it. spoken now. I cannot I was so when I saw that, I was like, oh, okay, Lana Del Rey has, you know, an opinion on things. She's not scared to, you know, get straight to the point with niggas and not lie. Like, that's the thing. She didn't tell no lies in that whole fucking caption because Kanye West has said on camera that the reason that he fucks with Donald Trump is because Donald Trump went and made him feel like he could do anything. He was like, if this mediocre white man who's full of himself and you know by default right Kanye how sees could Donald Trump not make Donald you feel Trump. like you could do anything regardless of who you are Ex- <laughs> well, these, these, a hamster could be president if this niggas can do it I will say so, of I always thought I didn't have what it takes to be president thank you I always thought you know it takes somebody of a, a certain level of thank you you know dignity and, and nigga intelligence that's and what I'm saying calm headed and, and rational and level and I just am not that, that is exactly what I'm saying but now I realize I could easily lead America and do a better job no tea than what this motherfucker is doing reduced shame <laughs> 
that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like when I said what I said about these like younger kids today watching, like you have no choice but to see this stuff. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's Babies true. with their iPads are getting fucking notifications they from MSNBC. Right, like everybody knows. Everybody's you know? plugged in. <laughs> when I was like a kid, elementary, middle school, all of that stuff. I thought like the president had to be the smartest, okay. most organized, yes. just rational. Yeah, like absolutely. you had to be like a one in a billion type yes. of a bitch to be the president you of know, the United States. Highly educated, well-spoken, able to read, able to articulate yourself calmly in all situations. Like I thought that you had to be a magnificent bitch. I thought like, you had to be an orator. I thought you had to be able to speak like, to motivate. Oh, okay, but you know what? He does have the ability to motivate just with hate and empty rhetoric and lies. And, I, you know, that's another thing. I would have never thought that the president could get on oh, TV yes. and in the media and outright fucking lie every goddamn day, all fucking day, and people just roll with it I like they don't roll. know this nigga is lying. I never thought that the president could openly discuss oh my God. sexually assaulting women and, and it being okay be office, and everyone be like eh. I never thought the president of the United States of America could put children in cages and deport their parents and now these reports are coming out that some of these children who have been left behind are being quietly adopted like to never see their parents I would have never thought the president could put kids in cages and not be impeached I never thought that the president could mock sexual assault, abuse, sexually assaulted victims. Mm-hmm. I never thought that the president could mock disabled people. Yeah. I never thought the president could do the vast majority I of the I never thought that the president could, could call like, Nazis very fine people. I never thought the president just could openly mock could. a sexual assault survivor. On television. In on front TV. Of people. On TV. This happened. It's just like, and that is just the surface of what this nigga is doing. And he has control of the Supreme Court. And now that Brett Kavanaugh's space is empty, he gets to appoint another federal judge in D.C. Like, this is shit that will have consequences for this country for decades. And so, if you live in Amsterdam, I am looking for a spouse to sponsor me in case I need to leave America. I randomly saw... um News today that Teresa Judice from uh, Real Housewives, Housewives of Jersey, Jersey, her husband is getting deported after wow. he serves his sentence or whatever. Damn. They're sending him back to Italy. And I was like, nigga, if I was Teresa, I would go too. Like, I'll just, right. let's just pack up everybody. Like, Italy, you say? No fucking I don't problem. even know what the fuck is going on over there with their government. <laughs> but my God, if they were at the fucking United Nations Man. when they laughed the motherfucker up at this nigga talking about Man. nobody has ever done. I just... Is there not like a, a tall flight of stairs this nigga can fall down? Man, and it's not even just America. There are countries all around the world where like leaders like this are rising up in the polls and getting elected. And it's like, what? just come get us, Lord. Lord, is this the beginning of the end, just Lord? Because I just need to make sure my affairs are in order. And I'm ready to go, Father. Just I've seen let Beyonce me know. so many times. Yes, and I thank you I've for been that, so Lord. Blessed, I like... saw Beyonce in Houston, so I understand if this is the end. Yeah. Yeah. At this I get point, it. I totally get it. Jesus. Oh, because things are bad. They're bad. I don't even care about this anymore. What else were we talking talking about? about Oh, fuck. Oh, no. We got way off topic. (laughs) 
Wait, so right. We talked to what was that? Lana Rice said her whole yes. um, white girl trip. Right. Okay, yes. Dee Banks responded on Twitter and said, Wow, okay, Lana, this would be cute if you weren't if you were consistent with your outrage and refused to collab with ASAP Rocky, who has physically assaulted women too. To me, this just looks like the typical white woman taking using a weakened target to pretend to be an ally. You would never in your white mind try to battle me on my ideas. Keep in mind that Yolanda Del Rey and, and Azalea Banks were friends. Right. Okay. Um, I suggest you apologize to Kanye for trying to selectively make him complicit in 45's abuse of women simply for agreeing with parts of his ideology while you frolic through society with other ma- other black male abusers. Like ASAP Rocky, who has kicked random women in the face at concerts simply what? because they paid their money to come see their idol. And in a moment of excitement reached out to touch him because he didn't have adequate security that night you white female liberals are so self-serving oh god especially because you know that a white woman versus a black male will result in an immediate victory for the white woman due to societal societal circumstances you wouldn't dare challenge a black woman on her opinion because you don't have that much of a social prejudice in place between women as there is between sexes don't use kanye for your own vapid attempts to seem politically aware when there is so much more bootleg witchcraft you could be doing to try and take down 45 you want to talk about bootleg witchcraft (laughs) kanye is not your enemy or the enemy in fact your selective outrage makes you the enemy you approve of asap rocky because his victims weren't white you're exactly the kind of thought police kanye is fighting against um, then she went on and <laughs> talked about her needing plastic surgery on her arms or an arm workout or some other dumb shit and admits to trolling her so that she could sell soap. So. Okay. Yeah, because that was <laughs> ludicrous. <laughs> I mean, not all of it, but the fact that you're capable for Kanye negates every single thing you're saying. Period. Because are you out of your fucking mind? That's the hill you want to die on? <sighs> right. This nigga? Really? I that mean, doesn't make sense. There have been many hills. I mean, right. <laughs> you, long day. you have transgressed over point. and over again. Lundra Rabe responded by saying, you know the Addy. Pull up anytime. Say it to my face, but if I were you, I wouldn't. I have since favorited that tweet because <laughs> it is Lana Del Rey saying, you know the Addy. <laughs> Pull up. Pull up. I never knew my life could be changed. But if I were you, I wouldn't. What? She then says, I won't not fuck you the fuck up, period. Banks, you could have been the greatest female rapper alive, but you blew it. Don't take it out on the only person who had your back. And in regards to the flat tummy tea and surgery disc, she says, I'll send you my surgeon's number and a good psychiatrist I know in LA. Your psych meds aren't working. You Hashtag, you need a new cocktail. Not in, you know. I mean, that's probably not incorrect. Um, so probably not. yeah no it probably is not honestly and so I don't want to be insensitive of the fact that I really do feel like Azalea Banks is suffering from a mental illness that's and why needs I chose some not help. to talk about her all of the time but I mean I don't but that doesn't the fact that she has a mental illness doesn't excuse the things she's doing it it explains them nigga I do too but she right that like nigga you know how many of us have mental illness and don't go around doing this sort of I'm shit I'm depressed Right now. Right fucking now. And have been for a long time. Do you know how bad I want to punch somebody in the fucking face? Anybody. (laughs) Just anybody. And do you know what I don't do? 
punch somebody in the face or cape for dumbass niggas like Kanye West that does not excuse what it, the things that you are saying girl you still have to be accountable for your words and actions and you need to acknowledge your own issues and and take care of yourself in the best way you can now I don't know anything really about Azealia's specifics or her situation but girl really Kanye fucking West that's where you want it to just be like I give it all up I sacrifice like them chickens I'm just laying it all down right here it don't make sense I don't get her but I don't ever get anything about her I don't get why we also then got a video of her with her titties out and like a snapchat filter on why did that happen who needed that what the fuck is she doing I don't get it but the idea of Lana Del Rey's who I have always said made Teen Mom suicide music Listen. The idea of her telling somebody to pull the fuck up, and then when you're talking about, you know, where to tweet at, I'm calling my lawyer, being like, "Bitch, it was like a you promise, really not a threat." Allowed for this white woman I to can't. get up on here and tell you to pull up, <laughs> like, and really sound like she could and fight sound, you. And right. I've never pictured her like, as can't. a fighter, but now for some reason, me neither. I believe Lana Del Rey could take her. I kind of feel like Lana Del Rey has hands now. I do too, and I really kind of want to see her fight. <laughs> Just okay. out of sheer curiosity, I've never it. seen her as a fighting girl. Me either. But this language, this verbiage, the way that she just uh, decided like to <laughs> express herself in this moment. She has beat somebody's ass she before. She has gotten into fights. <laughs> I don't remember what portion of the New uh, York area she's from, what part of the state. Oh, she's from New York. I think she's from somewhere upstate. I, don't I think thought she's she was from, from California. City. Oh, no, girl. That's what she wants you to think. Oh, right. Because she wants us to think she's Latina. I've always enjoyed Azilia's music and I have always enjoyed Lana Del Rey's music that Sounds like you know it's for white. Oh yeah, Elizabeth Grant. <laughs> white ghosts that shop at PacSun. Whatever music it is. Okay. <laughs> however you want to describe it, I like the all of these people what they've wow. contributed to song. Okay. But even arguing over Kanye to me at this point is stale. Yeah, no, thank you. Because I just don't give a fuck about what that nigga's talking about. Period. Right. Like so, the idea period. that I would like step up and intercede on Kanye's behalf it's just laughable I would much rather sit through an hour long talk show hosted by Saint with a musical performance from North same loving it already and Chicago could be like the DJ there you go sure there you go the DJ slash uh, Mm -hmm. set designer true can come I would genuinely listen to an hour a week of just Saint and his feelings. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? How he's got on North's, West, North's nerves this week. <laughs> is he old enough to be? Oh, yeah. He's like two. I'm sure he is yeah, doing that toddler talking. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But but his daddy. That's the kind of quality content we'll never get. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't deserve. We don't. We don't, we don't deserve that. Those children, ugh, well, they don't deserve that either. But anyway. They're very beautiful children. Yeah, it's just their parents are a fucking wreck. I um, just don't care. You know, I don't give a fuck. I Azalea's give up on just, everything and she, all She really needs help because this is just sad. I mean, Lana Del Rey is help. embarrassing you on the internet. Zee Banks has help. Um, that girl has people in her life that care about her. She has people in her life that say, hey, girl, let's not. I know that she has, um, you you know, well, doctors uh, well, that changes and things. things of that. At some point, you have to just be like, you know what? I don't feel like some bullshit today. Yeah. You know, I don't feel like 
being in some unnecessary ass drama. Until you do that, you're always going to come right back around to the same things. So at some point, it's either you enjoy it and you like it, Mm -hmm. which by these tweets of, oh, I finessed her into getting promo for my shop or whatever, it's like, okay. Like, I don't know if that's how you're saving face for this white girl saying that she wants to fight you. Or what, but... What? (laughs) Girl, it's not working. You're either having... You, like, truly enjoy being in the middle of mass and people talking about you or whatever or you just can't seem to find your footing and get it together either way like girl i don't know you got to figure something out the circle is not gonna go through the triangle it just it's not the square goes where the square goes the triangle goes where the triangle goes Mm -hmm. the star goes in the star and the circle goes in circle you can't push them pieces through other things it don't matter how many times you try to smash a circle through a triangle it won't fit that's not how that work that's not where that goes you're gonna be confused forever for as long as you like until you be like hmm this this isn't working man I have some other pieces over here. Well, let me try this one. <laughs> no, no, star doesn't go through triangle. No, either. still. Let me just. No matter how many times you try, two more. It just won't. Az- Azalea has to take responsibility for herself at some point, and until she does, she's probably gonna always be involved in these shenanigans. And it's really fucking wild that in 2018, Lana Del Rey and Taylor Swift are making more sense than Kanye West and Azalea Banks. That just makes no. That justifies. It's a symptom of the world that we are living in. I'm tired. Like, and honestly, every I could single just, fucking thing in the news is crazy. I could be a pillar of salt at any moment. <laughs> I'll be fine. Like, I'm just so tired. Just scorch me into the earth. Jesus. I was in I'm DR so with over. my friends talking about how, you know, it's really possible that humans are just going to fuck up the environment so bad that the ozone layer will just completely disappear. They're saying fry. 2040. Yeah, I'm like... Ugh. I'm like, that's it? The giant masses of plastic in the ocean are just going to rise up and kill us all. Just like, Mother up. Nature is going to exterminate our species and we deserve it. Please. Because we are really fucking this up. I just hate it. <sighs> Man, all right. Well, this was cheerful. Go us. That was it this week. <laughs> Worst hot topics ever. <laughs> Let's take a break and come back. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my, for like my (laughs) own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use uh, because, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology, we're parting ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. 
So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Okay, so it's time for listener letters. It is. Send your questions to read at gmail.com. Um, let's see. What do we have today? I think <clears throat> we had a couple of... Um, update not updates but like people sending in um feedback one of them was a therapist who responded to the question about therapy and cannabis use Mm -hmm. um and she said i wanted to find out or i wanted to follow up in regards to finding a therapist but being concerned about being judged for that therapy with any therapist is supposed to be a non-judgmental space as a therapist we should never tell you what to do or judge you for the things that you do our role is to be supportive provide guidance self-awareness and help you to find better ways to cope when seeking a <clears throat> sorry, when seeking a therapist, new clients should shop for therapists like shoes. Keep shopping until you find the right fit. And she included a lot more stuff as well. But I just wanted to usually when actual professionals email us and <laughs> have something to say, I'm like, oh, OK, yes. Let me make sure that I pass along this information from someone, you know, educated. Right. So um, today is actually World Mental Health Day. So most of the questions this week, not all of them, are going to have a question that relates to mental health in some way um this first one comes from tony um who says i want to stress the importance of actually seeing a professional to diagnose you with these disorders and not self-diagnosing yourself it's something i did for years but when i sought professional help it turns out i was very wrong i'm a 28 year old 28 year old queer woman from brooklyn i started seeing a therapist a few months ago for weird feelings i was experiencing overwhelming anxiety and several other reasons i was diagnosed with bipolar 2 disorder it kind of came as a shock but after really paying attention to the patterns of my behavior and feelings and comparing them to the symptoms of bipolar 2 I can see why my therapist gave me this diagnosis however it's been extremely difficult to really grasp this concept and accept it not because I don't think it's correct um, because I actually do but this is just scary I want to be able to vent to my friends but not only am I still ashamed in a way but I'm fearful of being judged and hearing the critiques and opinions I have a set of I'm raw when I tell the truth because that's how you need to hear it friends oh girl I mean I get that anyway and while I usually love them for it I don't want to hear that kind of shit right now mental health is still kind of taboo in the black community and while disorders like generalized anxiety and depression are safe to talk about or accepted I don't think serious mental illnesses like bipolar schizophrenia or other mood disorders are accepted as real yet even to myself how did you open up and share your diagnosis with friends or family was it uncomfortable so you just had to get over it to get the support you wanted how did you accept your own diagnosis how long did you take how long did it take you thanks sincerely Tony well Tony um 
I don't know. I'm just, I think that for the past couple of years, I've just been so emotionally exhausted that I don't really give a shit what anybody thinks about it. Like, you're not, the way that you feel about me being depressed is not going to make me feel any worse than actually being depressed. So I don't give a fuck how you feel, to be honest with you. I told, when I did talk about the conversations I had been having with my therapist, my diagnosis and all of that stuff. It was in a a matter of fact, sort of like I I just spoke to my family as if I were to be like, I went to the doctor and they told me that I have like Uh a high blood pressure or, you know, the flu or something like that. Anything. right? Right. And I've noticed that more people around me have, sort of adjusted the way that they um, treat me in moments where I'm clearly depressed or the way that they communicate with me, mostly in a positive way. Like I thankfully haven't had like negative, too many negative experiences um, with friends or family in terms of communicating with them about it. But I just feel like, you know what? At the end of the day, it is what it is. Like you didn't ask for your brain to be chemically set up the way that it is. Mm-hmm. You didn't ask for, you know, the genetics that you got. You're the you that you are. The only thing that you can do is try the best to be healthy and happy in whichever way you can be. Mm-hmm. And anybody that doesn't understand and respect that, do you, you know, just don't have them in your space. Like, I really, honest, I don't think that you, unless you're like having several moments of crisis because of this disorder or caused by it and your friends and family have no idea what's going on and Mm -hmm. you just want to let them know that like i would keep it to myself you know for a little bit if you're that uncomfortable for a while because there's nothing wrong with that and learn a little bit more about it and sort of get a better preparation i found that One thing that helped me a lot, especially speaking to family about it, was the fact that my psychiatrist really hit on a lot of points about um, about the disorder, about the type of medication that I'm taking, like everything. Mm -hmm. So that when I had the conversation with my family, I could address every concern, every question, everything, because I already had this in-depth understanding Mm -hmm. of what was going on. And also links like, hey, girl, if you want, I can text you a link to this if you want to read some more about it. Because my family, especially my mom, was really she did sound very concerned at first when I told her I was going to therapy, when I told her what the therapist was talking about, Mm -hmm. told her I was starting medication and she sounded worried and now it's like it's like nothing so I get it especially us being black people like so many of us still are not accepting of it and niggas are talking about they're tired of hearing about it and shit like that oh the fuck well till you know what the fuck it feels like to just be sitting inside of your motherfucking bed days and days and days on end and physically being incapable of getting the fuck up because of how you feel emotionally I don't care yeah your opinion about that feel that is that is barely a mosquito bite <laughs> in comparison to all of the shit that I'm feeling about myself that right. I can't even put into words. So I don't give a shit. Like, you're not going to make me feel worse than I make myself feel. That's so real. It's like what I said earlier about domestic violence. Like, if you've never experienced it, then your opinion about 
my reaction to it and the way I'm coping with it is it's irrelevant it means so little to me girl like do you have any idea the hell that you go through after something like that I don't give a fuck do you know what the, it, it is like to struggle with depression every fucking day girl because if you don't then like what makes you feel like you can speak on this and I so, can completely understand if you don't like I understand there's many people who get up and the sunshine is their protein and, and energy and they're just ready to and I want to be like their those heels people. together I would I love would lo- I want to be one of them be, niggas so bad I would love to be an up at dawn type of bitch yes. who takes the world into her hands honey and is yes. just like I'm out here <laughs> I do hear me the fuck roar I'm not that girl I'm not I'm not I'm so sorry but I'm trying real hard so I'm not gonna judge you for your fucking Rosen Island ass personality where you're just ready to smile and grin in all motherfucking moments bitch yeah so leave me the fuck alone with my shit that's it so Woo. yeah I think I mean obviously I agree with all that and I also do agree that there is a lot more stigma around some of the mental health issues that um, people don't really know as much about whereas like depression and anxiety I feel like people are talking about that a lot more and so it is more accepted so yeah because it's really vague like you don't have to like clinical depression and being depressed are not the same thing right yes because you can be depressed for you know a short time or because something happened or you know whatever but then like and then it goes away and then you're fine again right but that is not the same as like having an anxiety disorder or something for instance is not the same as just being anxious like it's not those those aren't different things yeah when you start talking about medical uh medical terms and names like schizophrenia bipolar disorders the ones and twos and threes and all that type of shit then you niggas be acting like they lost with anybody and even just saying you know I've I've just been so depressed even that is like new for so many now I'm hearing way more thankfully way more yes we can start there way more black people and other people of color saying you know I just feel like I've been dealing with depression whether it's in that moment or some moment in time or whatever they can acknowledge that it was real for them even if they've never had to take meds even if they've never spoken to a therapist like we're the most depressed ass motherfuckers on earth do you see what the fuck we've been through and still going through what the fuck right so it's real yeah do what you want to do whatever makes you comfortable in that situation because that is the whole key to like getting help acknowledging your you know right whatever is going on in your head like that's the whole point of it in the first fucking place is to be able to feel happy and do whatever it is that's going to make you feel good at the end of the day so However you want to handle that shit, bitch, do it. Amen. All right. Our next question comes from Ivy, who says, I wanted to know, as people who watch Iyanla's Fix My Life and have experience with therapy, do you think there is an issue in the way that she helps people deal with trauma? I cringe watching the show sometimes because, yes, you must be honest in therapy, but it almost seems like she slaps you with her methods as she comes off very strong, no matter who she's dealing with. I will not take away from her practices as she is a spiritual life coach. But wanted to know if I was the only one who side at a lot of what she says and does. As someone who isn't afraid to deal with her trauma head on, I can't imagine that someone who isn't used to this style dealing with it this way. Continue to do amazing work. Love you guys. Love, Ivy. Yeah, I think we've talked about this before. Like, you know, as I call Yanla's show a comedy all of the time. Um, it absolutely is. It is for entertainment purposes like this one. Like, I don't. Like I'm when I say that I'm not saying that it's like funny or the the situations or circumstances that the the people on the show in are are funny. Um 
it's just it's actually Iyanla and the way that she usually chooses to go about quote unquote fixing these people's lives right like a lot of the activities that she does right the methods and stuff like that is just so ridiculous those are hilarious that I just can't help but laugh but yeah there are some people some people I have seen a few episodes of her show before where I was like this is not who you need to speak to you need to speak to somebody who can write a piece of paper and tell you even if even if you don't need medication you know what I'm saying like you don't need to be talking to nobody on camera or off you need to go and talk to somebody who is a real legitimate psychiatrist who can help you through the stuff that you like Ayanla yelling to you about slaves and what they would think about you today (laughs) having your sisters hold up flashcards where they talk about how much they don't like you right like some of the shit that she be having her put 15 cabbage patch doll babies in your hand to show you that you didn't have too many kids like some of the shit that she be doing is just crazy (laughs) but I still like I still acknowledge that you know a lot of the shit that she says is real and a lot of the shit that she be saying like sometimes she's really right but then sometimes she's really wrong she has a habit of blaming women in a way for their reactions to being sexually traumatized or other things like that like the way she responds to victims really makes me uncomfortable most of the time sometimes and I just feel like wow you are so off on this but sometimes she gives really good advice and she does always say that she is not a therapist she does say that like this shit that I do may help but you know I haven't been certified in any way to provide you with actual like care Ayanla is just like how do I say this? She's like a freelance auntie. She's like... <laughs> yes! Complete with a mammy That's titty. just like... That's just it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yanla is like that auntie that is going to tell you the truth about yourself, yes. whether you want to hear it or not. And she's got a ton of auntie wisdom just oh from being God. black and, and older. Yes. And the only difference is that she's willing to offer her auntie services to whoever wants them. Like, yes. on TV. <laughs> That's it. It's plenty of times that you have literally needed to talk to your doctor or just cry and your auntie's going in on you and whether it's your edges or the fact that you ain't married or the fact that you've been in jail five times and you got six baby mamas that all want to kill you or whatever. She's going to be like, no, beloved. And bang on the table. It's fun. (laughs) It is. It's actually entertaining. Love it. But again, there are a lot of times when people are on that show and I'm like, you have real trauma and you need to talk to somebody and qualified I'm sure that she is not the one who is is herself picking these people I'm sure that these people go through production oh, yeah, and definitely. it's like a group thing that is then decided you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. some of those people I feel like need to be more aware of that you having some basketball wives or somebody yeah. from a UPN sitcom come on there and talk about whatever's going on in their life that's one thing and, and even some of them to be quite honest with you because just because you a fucking celebrity or whatever you on love and hip hop or some shit don't mean that you don't have real trauma or haven't experienced real trauma that needs real help right you know so or that you don't have a real mental illness right that needs addressing so some of them I've just been like now y'all know full well that you should have given this tr- this person a referral <laughs> if you like can Nessie. even do that stop bringing that on this show and started Nephi making been her, on Iyama like three times and said you know the psychiatrist told me that I was bipolar and I was like I ain't got time for that and didn't like the meds so I stopped taking them and never went back and it's like 
okay. So, so then we're past Iyanla level right. already, and yet we're only four minutes into the show. Iyanla <laughs> should have been like, well, do you want to talk to her together? Like, <laughs> right. Do you need me to go with you? You want because, me to go with you and talk? You know, if those if those meds, you know, didn't make you feel good or made you feel kind of out of it and you got kids to take care of, that's real. Yeah. So let's find some different meds maybe. And let's, you know, it's going to take some some work and some effort. Like, and so if you need me to be there for you, then, or help, like, help you find a psychiatrist, like, look. then cool. But why are we still putting her on TV with this nigga for them to <laughs> argue and throw shit at each other? Like, and for you to call her a gutter snipe. <laughs> Said it on her first appearance and she came back. Yarla does not give being late. a fuck. She, she will call you names. When when Cynthia when Cynthia's sister was on there. Um, oh no, I didn't see that. Oh wait, when it was her sister and her mama. Yeah, her sister and her mom. Okay, I think I did. Her see sister that was the one who was on Ayala technically, but. Um, Cynthia was on it with her and her mom their mom was on the show with her okay. and they had a whole bunch of shit to unpack <laughs> I'm sure they obviously. did obviously <laughs> and there was one point where she got down you know she'll get down right in front of your knees when you get to crying yes <laughs> she was like <laughs> you know trying to coach her through and get all of the you know all of the feelings out oh my god and Cynthia went to like put her hand on what is her sister's name uh oh shit oh fuck I always forget her name uh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. Me too, Mallory. Mal. Okay. So she went to go and like console Mal, right? Okay. And Yanla was like, you move. Like, you, <laughs> don't touch her. <laughs> but I think that that's like a rule, I guess, yeah. in activities with family because she did the same thing to the Braxtons when right. they finally got to that table and decided to all stop being stubborn. <laughs> they started crying. Like Tamar, I think, went to go and, and like touch Trina at one point and she was like, get your like, she's an auntie. But Tamar's crying was so fucking fake. I'm oh my sorry. god. It was Bitch, just Bitch, how you doing all this sobbing and no tears? She looking like Brett Kavanaugh. I still here. cried. She not how? She was not crying at all. That is I because you know what? I saw this grown ass woman who literally doesn't know any other way to behave. I I genuinely when I first was introduced to Tamar through that show I didn't know nothing about her in as a group when they were kids I didn't know nothing about that first album I was introduced to Tamar through the Braxton Family Values I mean I knew that they existed right of course but like that showed me her in terms of personality I thought she was just putting on for the cameras and trying to be the standout girl so that she could have a solo career now mm. I believe that that is how Tamar is. That is how she knows how to react well, to yeah, things. Well, yeah, Tony cleared that up. I think that she is incapable of behaving in any other way. It wasn't even <laughs> just how she would, would, like, speak. When Ayanna would just say anything that she didn't like, she would bounce yes. around in her chair and make these it's like, what is obnoxious all that? faces. What? She don't know any other way to behave. That, that to be shit like, was good. Who you are as a person gets on my fucking nerves. Tony Braxton Bitch. said in front of... <laughs> Each and every one of them niggas, All mom them. and dad, I don't like that she can't stand them. N- none of them. Further, <laughs> black American more. Oh my god, it was so good that she would have soared if it weren't for them. <laughs> my God, wow. Woo! And the Ayala thing got is, into that ass. Tony was not lying. You don't go, I'm sorry, you don't go bankrupt over and over and be that close to family without them having something to do with it. Do you think? <laughs> I'm just so, oh, I absolutely believe. Her family ain't make her date, Birdman. 
Okay, well, that was way after Tony Braxton. I'm just saying, like, this, that makes me feel like decision making may not be. Tony Strunk's. Maybe. Which is wild because everybody agrees that Tony is like the decision maker for the sisters. Wasn't Oprah the one who was like, do you need Gucci (laughs) cutlery? Oprah asked a real question. Do you need Versace plates? But you can't tell me she didn't give her child own been coming for the Braxtons forever. Yeah, you can't tell me she has not been supporting her parents at least, at least for her entire career. They're just a family. You know what I'm saying? The only difference is that all of their fussing and arguing is for the whole world to see. They have some really unhealthy uh, communication. Many issues. families do. It is, is what I'm saying. Especially when you have five girls and a boy. <laughs> the, the parents divorce the when everybody is mad young. Right. And trying to bring this new auntie around. <laughs> Bitch, we don't like her. I don't care Ooh, if I'm 45. A mess. Yeah, but so anyway, in terms of that Iyanla, is Iyanla. Right. Yes. Getting back to Iyanla. If you take her for entertainment value and realize that most of these people need to see a qualified mental health professional when they get done with this, then I feel like, you know, the show is just fine. But it is not you know, by any means therapy. It is harder though to like take the show as an entertainment thing when you are watching episodes where it's like you need to talk to somebody else. Right. Like that girl who got abducted. Yes. Oh, see, she didn't she need to had talk to no nobody business talking to Because of course she has complicated feelings about the woman she has always known as her mama who? versus this biological person she has never met. Who could put themselves in that sh- in right. those shoes? Absolutely like, not. Who? Because if you told me right now my mama wasn't my mama, I would probably spit in your face. Right. Like I don't <laughs> bitch, I don't know what you're talking about. Like that girl needed real therapy and no not no goddamn cameras that was just it was hard to watch that was there was their production yeah. definitely needs to be choosy Same, right. about who was on that show and who was more not. celebrities because, who love exploiting their life for right money. more of that us dragging hazily until the end of time will be just fine with me. Pop my butt. Pop, pop my butt. Like, Hazely has embarrassed herself far worse on a yes. show of her. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Love Hop has been way more damaging to that <laughs> child Hop. and her own ass mama. Oh I can't God. blame Yama I'm for this I'm only shit. calling it Love Hop from now on. <laughs> I love it so Love much. Hop sounds like a terrible app. <laughs> it's a terrible show. So... You know, okay, yeah, those episodes we where Ayanla is good are real good. Yes. And then sometimes it's like, ooh, y'all should have gave this y'all to somebody. Real, right. With and like, they need to be more discerning about that. Yes. And I sure. hope they take that into consideration for the next season. So our next question comes from Yaya, who says, This past August, I celebrated my 30th birthday in Cuba with a few of my good girlfriends. We were there for six days and I had the best time of my life. On the second day, which was my birthday, I met and fell in love with my tour guide. He's 27, Afro-Cuban. Oh, my God. And he made me melt every time he opened his mouth. Here you go. (laughs) The whole time he was giving me the tour, he was super flirty with me. And by the end, I asked him if I would ever see him again. He asked when I was leaving, and I told him I would be in Cuba for the next four days. He said he would be with me every day until I leave, and he was. Girl, what? Why the fuck would you? He came over to our Airbnb every day, hung out with me and my girls. <laughs> went to the club with us and took me out to dinner on my last day did I mention the dick was bomb I'm talking safari style penis I'm sure once I was on the flight home I was already planning my return trip to Cuba in February <laughs> this bitch is Cuban nigga <laughs> the sad, in Cuba the sad part is that access to the internet isn't really a thing there like it is here so we only okay. video chat through an app for about 30 minutes once love a hop week. <laughs> what <laughs> 
<laughs> I love that that hit you seconds later. <laughs> what a late reaction. <laughs> Woo! Shit! Okay, I wasn't ready. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. We only video chat for about 30 minutes once a week. I also have to wait for him to call me because his access to the internet is so inconsistent. I wish I could talk to him more, but I know I can't. When we video chat, we spend a lot of time saying we miss and love each other, how we can't wait for February, and if and when we should pursue a relationship. Am I tripping Oh for- my God. I'm so done. Am I tripping for trying to make this work? Help me out. Sincerely, a confused 30-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Girl, I'm sorry. The fact that you... Oh, no, you said at the beginning it was your 30th birthday. Sis, you too old to be this digmatized. 30, you should be starting to be so, like, you know what? What's the plan here? You going to do like some Terry, McMick- Terry McMillan shit and get your groove back and bring this nigga over here and then he going to go do what he want to do? <laughs> like, what is the what's the plan? Sis, if he's a tour guide at a resort, he is doing this to so many girls girl, on their birthday. Girl, girl, that- girl, girl, girl. <laughs> Girl, a relationship with a man, being with him every day is not the same as being in vacation with your girls on your fucking birthday and meeting somebody fine with a big dick and spending the next four days in heaven. That was an incredibly ideal situation that you will never replicate again. You know how many motherfuckers go to these tropical islands and extended places? for getaways and would love to have some good local dick and go this home. This nigga does this all the time. Why couldn't you just take the dick and be satisfied? Girl. See, this is what's wrong with y'all. Yes. Some of y'all can just get your moment, enjoy your dick, Leave and it. keep it moving. Right there, girl. I'm sorry. I know you had a good Sis, time. But no, ma'am. That nigga? <laughs> With or without internet is living the life of luxury. Absolutely. He gets foreign girls to come out to his resort for weekends all of the time. And he gets to take them out, you know, wing at them and be flirtatious and be all Afro-Cuban and speak Spanish. He probably got nigga looks, nigga dick, and a Spanish accent. You just are are thrown. You think you're the only non-local bitch? He's fucking them all, girl. (laughs) All of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because then they get to go home. Right. That's the thing. It's the perfect setup for him because all y'all going home. And you. <laughs> you get vacation and vacation dick. Yes. Stay at home. Calm Girl. down. Why are you going back to Cuba? You are back home now. And so what you need to do is document the amazing time you had in whatever way you want to. However it is. And forever enjoy the memory of your fucking fantastic 30th birthday and move on with your whole ass life because that nigga is nothing but trouble. <laughs> Absolutely If you not. never got the nudes, get them now. That way you can savor the memories. Yes. Um, but if I were you, I would absolutely not be trying to plan nothing with this man in the future hell no girl that was a one time experience enjoy it for what it was don't give him the chance to fuck it up because he will so just enjoy it and move on now you're gonna be real mad <laughs> if an international nigga plays you okay, uh, okay. you can just get played for, by some niggas right here yes you can get played at home bitch you fly a couple of miles out to some foreign motherfucking country where they Hell good don't no. give a fuck about you and have a nigga play you out there too okay you'll be ready to burn the whole motherfucking <laughs> island down not. coast to coast don't send him no money move on with your life and enjoy what, what you had be happy girl you know how many people dream of that kind of vacation this nigga took you to dinner and gave you dick 
Bitch, what? For days? That's the what? thing, too. Like, you were only two days into the trip. You had four more days of dick and food and alcohol and swimming and fucking and just doing all that, like, nonstop, girl. I don't know why. See, the issue here is that you you think that based on the good time that you had with this nigga, that, like, this is somehow, like, evidence of a relationship that could be. Yeah. When you are in situations like that, like, I'll be uh, completely upfront. For a good portion of my life, even to this day, when I'm out of town, I'll be like, where the niggas at? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just something about being... Yeah. Especially if you're on, like, an island. It's tropical. Of course. They got alcohols and all kinds of stuff. Why not? Everybody is in that mood of getting drunk and fucking. So you have met someone who is attracted to you and you are attracted to them. That is not going to be the energy when you try to make shit all like. Yeah. A relationship? When you start finding out that nigga's flaws? Oh, no, girl. Listen, I understand the dick was really good. And and it was a combination of that and the incredible environment you were in that have you feeling this way. But I am here to bring you back to reality before you spend all your time, money, and and heart on this nigga. Just don't do it, girl. And fucking Sky Miles. <laughs> Woo! No, ma'am. Enjoy what you had and be glad for it. Like, why couldn't you just have had fun? Like, I mean, but see, that's the thing. Like, she has such a good time. It's like, why wouldn't I want to recreate that? But you can't. It will not happen. So good luck to you, though, in forgetting that dick, because I understand it was magical. Afro-Cuban ladies, help sis and remind her that them (laughs) niggas ain't shit either. Like, (laughs) these niggas ain't shit globally. Yes. And depending on where you live, you can get one of them yourself. Like... If I want a Dominican man, I do not have to go back to the DR to find one. You can hop your black ass right on the red line. I can get right on the The one, one, two, two, or three. Or the three. (laughs) And just take you a taste uptown. And that's it. And they will be right there, ready and willing. Because past 135th, 145th, somewhere, depending on where you at. Hello. And once you get into the Bronx, bitch, it's over. You don't even got to speak to them. They'll speak. (laughs) Oh, they will come find you. They will more. They always do. Girl, please. So, <laughs> waste your time locally. Plenty of ancient Afro-Latino dig right here. Right here. Right here. <laughs> okay, so our last question comes from, I will call her uh, Mallory. She says, I've been with my partner for five years. I really love, support, and appreciate him. Both of us are the youngest of seven children. When I, fa- I know, right? And the odds of both of y'all right. being the youngest of seven. Of seven. When our families need help, I will offer money and resources. On the other hand, he offers our home. His 30-year-old sister has stayed with us three times. She has an eight-year-old and a one-year-old. Since we've been together, every summer she loses her job and needs a place to stay. I didn't mean to laugh. She... You ain't shit. She doesn't have a high school diploma <laughs> and has been <laughs> and has been spoiled to the point where she cannot fend for herself. Damn. She literally just moved out of our place. She rarely cleans up after herself or the children. She doesn't buy food and she yelled at them day and night. My <laughs> my sympathy and empathy have run dry. Where is everybody at that has a friend or family member staying at their house that's like responsible? <laughs> Right? Nobody is ever, nobody's ever like, my cousin moved in and it was great. She stayed for two weeks. Perfect she was quiet company. as a mouse. She cooked dinner. You know, I always came home to a clean house. I kind of missed that bitch. <laughs> Where is she? She, you know, she put in on the bills while she was here. 
Where are those stories? What the fuck? <laughs> I'm pregnant with our first child and I do not want her at my baby shower. I would never have her around my baby. I hate the way she talks to her kids. So why would I want her around mine? I know I sound judgmental, but I don't want things to continue yeah, you like this. this. It's like, you can't stand that. <laughs> she will be my daughter's Annie and might be my sister-in-law one day. I don't have a problem with his other siblings. <laughs> And he doesn't have a problem with mine. Right, you got five more. <laughs> but I refuse to treat her like a child and open my home to her every time she falls. I know I can be selfish because I love my home. It is my peace and it keeps me centered. A so I try to keep most people outside of nigga it. Nigga man. I really identify with that strongly. Hello. My question is, is there anything I can do to help her next time? What would you do in this situation? Do you believe not inviting her to the baby shower is petty? I trust y'all's opinions and I appreciate you guys. Thank you. If she's not staying with y'all right now... Then I do think inviting, not inviting her to the baby shower is a little petty. Um, but <laughs> it definitely is. But it is your baby shower. Yeah, but it is your and fucking your baby, baby. Shower. right? So like, you're the one cooking that nigga. So who the fuck? You know, do what the fuck you want to do. But if she's not staying there at the moment, that that means that you really would only have to put up with her presence for the extent of that event and I then mean, well but see she's liable to move back in at any time too. no see we didn't say all that <laughs> so this we is a conversation you need to have with your husband about him constantly letting her stay oh yeah there. regardless right regardless because, because if she gets fired every summer <laughs> sorry every laughing. summer because <laughs> it's just like, like how does what she, is it what happens in the summer the she weather's like, not getting it? good and she'd be like fuck it i'm, I'm not, not going to work in. <laughs> i'm about to kick it Oh, honestly, mood. <laughs> okay, so you know, like around springtime of next year, you can start expecting uh, texts and you know what I'm saying, messages uh, being sent and things oh, like that. Man. So yeah, you definitely need to have a, a conversation with your boyfriend or fiance or whatever it is that he is, um, oh, and let him know, like, look, I don't have a problem with. Um, family staying over here we both have a lot of family um and all of that but the least that you could do if you're staying in somebody's house is be respectful mm -hmm. and responsible clean up after yourself like i would never like i could never imagine staying at somebody's house whether i'm on a couch the floor a bed Anything. wherever and I'm going to go out of my way right. to make sure that I am good yes. and you are not uncomfortable with me being here. Right. My nigga, like, I am washing every plate, fork, spoon, knife directly right. after I use it. Okay, yes. I'm not running up your lights, no. your air, your water, your gas. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm, I'm taking going to reasonable showers. <laughs> mouse. You would think I'm Harry Potter living under the fucking staircase <laughs> in that bitch. Like, never let out yeah. because I just do not. I will go I hide know. in your home and just <laughs> stay out of your way as much as possible. I don't know if it's Jamaican pride or just regular nigga pride or what dose it yeah. is? I think we have similar mothers who have taught us family who is like, you will never go to someone's house as a guest and not like overextend yourself to make sure that they are not put out by your presence. That was drilled into me from a very young age. So to be comfortable to not only be in someone's house and not give a fuck about how you come off to them, but then also have kids you're bringing that you're not even looking after. And you just that's call a problem. Them all the time? Period. Yeah, see, that's something just a problem. Is wrong. I don't care if that's your brother or not. Like it's still his place mm -hmm. that he is sharing with his yes. lady. So 
why don't we see if we can get her enrolled in some GED classes now? Because the fact that she doesn't have a high school diploma means she's really limited in jobs. So let's see if we can get her in some GED training classes, whatever, now so that she can hopefully take and pass that test. And then she has a GED and then she's a, she can start thinking about community college maybe or I mean, hell, there are just so many jobs that make you have at least a high school diploma. Like it just opens up. You know, a whole new world for her. But what difference does it make? What job she gets? She gonna quit in the summer? Well, (laughs) or get fired? (laughs) So that's what I'm saying. Maybe if she has better jobs, because I'm thinking she must be working like fast food or like cleaning services, shit. Where you like, bitch, who does want to go to work? But you can find a lot better jobs. You know, office type jobs if you want to sit your ass down all day or other shit. Where you just need a high school diploma to get. Girl, whether you're passing me my motherfucking McChicken. Or you're sitting behind somebody's desk entering data or whatever, you're gonna have all of the times where you're just like, bitch, I'm not going or I don't fucking feel like it. It really doesn't matter. True. So, like, I just feel she like she's better able to take care of herself if she has a GED. Possibly, but mentality has a lot to do with it because you may think that, like, oh, I'm working retail or I'm working, you know, at a fast food place or whatever, and I just hate this job. And if I did this, da, da, da. no, bitch, even if it's the job right. that you like are passionate about or the career that you thought that you wanted, you're gonna have plenty of days where you're just like, fuck this, I don't want to, and you still have to. Right. So, like, you have to decide. And, like, stand firm in, I'm going to do what the fuck I got to do right. for me and for my family mm-hmm. on top of it. It just doesn't seem like that's how his sister is. Right. I mean, so, <clears throat> at the di- end of the day, you said that she has been spoiled, basically. Right. And allowed to go on this way. She's 30 years old. So, at yeah. some point, she is going to have to be accountable for herself and her children. She's going to have to, like... Your house can't always be her default landing space. She has five other siblings. Hello. She presumably has parents or other friends or family. And you need to talk to your partner about the fact that it is your home as well and that you value your safe space. I mean, he must be the nice. And I understand, like, I would not want to put out my brother and his kids either. Like if something if that was the case, like I would not want to be like, no, you can't stay with me. However, once you have a partner that you are sharing your life with and your home with, you have to take their feelings into consideration about who you bring into the home because it's y'all. You're joining your lives together. And you don't, you're very picky about who you let in your house, which is very understandable. And now that you're going to be a parent, you know, probably a hundred times more so. And you just don't want this bitch in your house. (laughs) So you, you can say that to your partner and be like, listen, you already know when she get that itch around mid to late May, she going to be talking about how she don't have a job and she can't afford the, the rent no more or whatever she's doing. And I'm letting you know now. She is not coming to this house. So I don't know if you and your other siblings need to get in the WhatsApp group chat and talk about what y'all going to do with her. But she's not coming in my house with my child. I have done it three. Wait, no, five years and every summer she's done it. I've done it five years in a row. Five fucking years in a row. I'm not doing no. I have paid my dues, nigga. I'm not doing it again. I don't even care if in the group chat you tell them I said it you can tell each and Put all me in the group six chat. of them niggas you can tell them, yeah add me I'll speak up I don't I'll care do a voice memo. if you want to direct look I'll do a video Tanya say she got something she want to tell y'all <laughs> Tanya made me group chat y'all on FaceTime because she said 
So Erica is no longer welcome over here. Love everybody lots, but I'm tired of this bitch living motherfucking Cheetos out on my fucking coffee table after she doesn't finish Shondaland. So I don't know which one of y'all are going to come get her, but she's not coming to our house this summer. Amen? Amen. And I don't have nothing else to say about it. And we're done. So somebody's going to have to come collect Erica. She won't be at our house. I'm not fucking doing it. Five years, bitch, I'm not. And that's all I got to say about it. And I don't feel like you should be argued with about that either. Your man should accept that and let his sister know that she's going to have to start taking care of herself. She's not going to do it if y'all keep letting her do this. Like, she knows at this point she can get away with it. Like, she's 30. It's time's up for that bullshit. It is. All right. I don't think we have anything else we could possibly give. Uh, so send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com and we will be back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8-0. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Okay, it's time for the read. It is. I don't have much to say. You can go first if you want. Um, okay, well, I saw a news story this week that just kind of uh, blew my mind with its utter stupidity and wanted to talk about it. I mean, that could be anything. <laughs> You're right. Um, this happened um, in Virginia in the Stafford County Public Schools. Um, there is a, uh, I guess they have all these different safety drills that they do across different I schools now. It. I Did knew you know? It. Did you know I, I was heard doing about this. it? I, as soon as you said it, I was like, <laughs> I know I heard about this. So on September 28th, one of the middle schools was having one of these safety drills and a student, a 14 year old transgender girl was denied the ability to take shelter in either one of the school's locker rooms because teachers could not decide which one she belonged in. What kind of fuckery? This is one of the drills that they run in schools when like shit happens. Like now they're doing, you know, school shooter type drills with kids now. In Oklahoma, they do tornado warning drills. I'm Mm. sure in Miami, y'all had hurricane drills or whatever. Hurricane and tornado. See, right. It just, it's so there's all kinds of drills kids go to, go through. Mm. What I don't understand is that 
this is, you know, something that we're doing because we need to practice in case a real emergency happens. Right. Do you mean to tell me that in a real emergency, that in the case that this school is under direct attack or being threatened, you sons of bitches, you grown ass motherfuckers, you people who are entrusted to take care of children and to educate them. (laughs) You bitches are going to argue over which secure room a student goes in because you're conflicted about her gender identity and her genitals. Are you fucking kidding me? Who even gives a shit? Do you think that these are 14 year olds in middle school? If there is a real threat, what do you think is going? I don't even understand this idea of separating them by gender, to be honest, because it seems like adding extra bullshit. Shouldn't we just make sure every fucking body gets into these rooms regardless? Like, why can't it be what side of the school you're on or which class or which grade or whatever? Like, it just seems like shouldn't the main goal here be getting the kids to a safe place? All of the kids. Jamila made a great point of it also being very easy for certain types of people to be targeted. You know what I'm saying? Seeing as how most of these shooters are overwhelmingly male. It's just like, I also don't understand separating them by gender all like in the first place either. So yeah, that just seems in the case of an emergency, in the case of an emergency, you're so worried about this child's genitals that you're going to leave her in a fucking hallway by herself. That is the most fucked up shit I've heard. Well, I'm sorry. It has been a, big big week can you imagine like that's up like that's <laughs> this should be the most fucked right. up shit i've and heard it's not. <laughs> but i'm just flabbergasted that grown people teachers didn't just say who gives a fuck it's an emergency she, why can't she go wherever the teachers are going does it really matter in case of a goddamn emergency bitch really It just doesn't make sense that y'all hate transgender people so much that you would debate this and leave the kid in a hallway by her fucking self. During a drill, like... She's already not allowed to use any gender-specific facilities. There's like a single-stall restroom where she goes to change and all that, right? So So she right, Yeah, so she's already isolated at the school anyway. So what you just told this 14-year-old girl is that if we were being attacked by a shooter, we would leave you to die. This is so fucked up this is just so it's just what is this place what is this place how are we in real life what is this place (laughs) how is it not an episode of veep or something else equally ridiculous like we really live in a society that is this fucked up teachers entrusted with caring for students in case of an emergency, would you leave this baby even, in the hallway. Let's just look outside of the the nonsense of the gender separation, right? You couldn't even just take this girl with the girls and just be like, you know what? We don't get it. And maybe I don't even understand what being trans even means. But let's have that conversation at a different time. Let's let us go past that in this mm. moment. <laughs> And just make sure that the kids now are not only looked after, but they feel even in this drill that if something like this were to happen, they would all be protected and taken care of, looked after. Like you couldn't even just put your own ignorance aside for the time and be like, I don't get it, but come, the girls are going this way. Like what? 
even though as a teacher, it is your responsibility to educate yourself on things you don't get as far as like gender identity and other issues that can affect your students. I love, I, I, I love truth. I don't understand why you wouldn't want to be as empathetic as possible to all of your students. But that aside, you're right, because I don't understand even the even like the casual ignorance that most of y'all have in case of an emergency. Are we really leaving a 14-year-old in the hallway by herself? I mean, I told y'all my chemistry teacher told me that she didn't give a fuck about me getting tutoring because she had a life. So, and it's still fuck you for life, I'm Ms. sorry, Lima. that's not funny. For all but... of life, Miss Lima, you could get, like, just fuck you for the rest of my life. That's um, how I feel so, about Miss Haig, but I know. that bitch know what she did. I mean, and you'll know that forever. I will. I will always that's know Mrs. Haig. You will know. She know what the fuck she did. Okay. <laughs> bitch. Tied her. See, she thought, because she was not, like, she's probably then younger than I am now. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mrs. So, Haig was, like, just a few years out of she college. She thought she was, like, the cute, you know, Latina mm. teacher and, like, all them little 13, 14, 15 year old boys were lusting after her. Oh no. She was the cute little thing and she had a boyfriend or whatever. Like, you really remember details about the class. I remember what she had on the last time I cussed her ass out. I rem- I'll never forget that winch. Ever. How the motherfuck dare you tell me that you don't give a fuck? Oh my you have God. a life. I will Excuse never forget the teachers me? I cussed out either. Ever in my life. I've Name, only cussed out like three classroom, teachers. Classroom. Everything. When it happened, it happened. So I am not shocked that there wow. aren't teachers out here that don't give a fuck or whatever. But like in a situation like that, are you like you're anyway, that committed to being a bigot? Really? That's yeah. just disgusting. That's just disgusting. Put her in the fucking girls' room if you absolutely must separate them by gender. Even though they're not in there to change clothes, so I don't get what the big fucking what? deal is. They're in there because there's a goddamn emergency. Nobody thought this through. Maybe this situation will show them that the gender this is just so fucking stupid. stupid in Ugh. the first place. Like, just why don't you just God. like break the school up in zones and do it by that? I have to escape. I have to escape this place. Like, Blue Ivy, please buy me a remote island somewhere where I can just go be. Like, please, because this civilization is uh, a mess, and that's it. I'm just really disgusted, and I'm done. All right, so for me this week, um, two things. Um, first of all, I just want to express how hurt I am that Bette Midler would choose to be so upright in all of her Caucasian fuck shit what I thought you loved Bette Midler I do Bet, did you not hear about what Bette Midler did? oh you weren't damn bitch you missed a lot what what oh no Bette Midler fucked up damn oh no alright take a breath sis uh, so mm, I'm gonna step outside the studio Bette Midler <laughs> tweeted the following oh no I don't wanna hear this oh no oh no not Twitter nearly oh, a week no. ago she said, women are... No, you can't escape this. She said, women are the N-word of the world. What? Women are the N-word of the world. Raped, beaten, enslaved, married off, worked like dumb animals, denied education and inheritance, enduring the pain and danger of childbirth and life in silence for thousands of years. They are the most disrespected creatures on earth. Yes, black women are the most disrespected creatures on earth. But see, on earth. There, she didn't say black. <laughs> 
She said women. I are the nigger of the you world. You can't be serious. Leaving many people to ask. So then, what are black women? You can't be serious. I think nigga squared was a hashtag. <laughs> you can't be serious. <laughs> Nigga time. She nigga, said women know. are the N word of the world. So, All the things she described happen to black women every fucking day. Every day. I don't. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm stunned. Look, we're all. <laughs> I'm stunned. Bette Midler? So, of course, the dragging commenced. Has she and ever been racist before? I don't. I think this is, this is the first ignorant oh my god racist tweet that i have oh, seen i think from bet miller unless oh no. one of y'all want to remind me the black gay community must be dead i am beside just myself in shambles so you know they started the dragging and then she says i gather i have offended many this is what really pissed me oh, off no i gather i have offended many by my last tweet women are the etc right is a quote from yoko ono from 1972 which i knew and it was stupid then but anyway which i never forgot it rang true then and it rings true today whether you like it or not Bitch, this is what? A, not about race what? this is about the status of women their history Bitch, but oh my god black women are women you stupid cunt what oh my god no this bitch didn't do this in october like you really did you gonna this ruin Hocus on the anniversary of winifred sanderson's really? resurrection oh my god i am disgusted hocus pocus is one of the few halloween movies i have seen because i grew up with a mama who did not believe in that shit so the fact that <laughs> hocus pocus is literally top three one of my favorite movies <laughs> I, I watch it every single she halloween she really did this right before halloween and i watch it on Ray, I watched Hocus Pocus in February. Like, I just love that movie. And it never gets old for me. Oh for you God. to do this in October, oh has ABC Family or Freeform or whoever even started their motherfucking Halloween marathons yet? They've, they've started advertising them, yes. Like, you really did this. Oh, my God. Are you fucking serious? So black women just don't exist. And you double down on it. You're like, I'm saying it. Exactly. Again. This like, is not about race. What? Bitch, how can you it not said be? women are the niggas of the world. What do you think nigga is? That can't be, bitch. <laughs> oh my God. I cannot believe this happened. I am. She wasn't hacked. This can't be real life. <laughs> wow. White women will always disappoint you, man. God damn. Really, bitch? After her a more fruitful dragon, she then tweeted the too brief investigation of allegations against Kavanaugh infuriated me. Angrily, I tweeted without thinking my choice of words would be enraging to black women who doubly suffer, both by being women and by being black. I am an ally and stand with you, always have, and I apologize. Now, see, I feel like this apology would have been more effective if say it approximately four hours prior say it you hadn't gone back see you thought about what you initially tweeted mm -hmm. when you gave us this tweet right here mm -hmm. saying that it's not about race it, this is about the status of women and then putting their history in all caps again 
we exist and have a history, bitch. We didn't just get here like yesterday. What are Let's you talk about the history of black women taking care of white women's oh fucking my kids. God. Let's talk about the history of motherfucking white women watching and allowing for their white husbands to rape and assault black women. Let's talk about that history. Yeah. Like, let's talk about, if we're talking about history, right. let's talk about the history. Like, you know that white women aren't the only kind of fucking women, right? <laughs> You know, white women are the only fucking women that deserve respect and equality in this country and right. every other one on earth, right? Like, what are you talking about? She does know that. What she doesn't know is that white women aren't the default of the world. That's what she doesn't know. That's what her white privilege blinds her to. Because this whole, I'm an ally and always have been, bitch, if you were a real ally, you would have never said that dumb shit. Period. Absolutely not. You would have never said women are the N words of the world because a real ally would know that black women are real. I mean, you don't even have to be a real ally to know that, but a real ally would would have been acknowledged it. You would have never said nothing that dumb. And if you did, then this whole apology would have came before that second follow up <laughs> dumbass tweet because that didn't make no sense. Bitch, what? How is it not about race when you called us the niggas of... You no, know, when you called yourself the nigga of the world. How? There have been celebrities who have tweeted oh or my God. said something wow, fucked up. Wow, bitch. And offered true apologies afterwards where I can at least feel like, okay... They seemingly, anyway, have acknowledged how they fucked up. This almost, in a way, I'm sorry for even making this comparison, but it almost, in a way, reminds me of um, Homegirl from City Girls. My oh, Risha, yeah. mm-hmm. when she decided, after them yes. old tweets about her saying she would beat the, the gay out of her right. son or whatever came back out, and instead of being like, you know, the gays have been doing my hair and my lashes for the past, <laughs> you know, year and a half of us being relevant, and I now see after speaking with them and spending more time <laughs> around them how that was hurtful yes. and I apologize she basically said I don't see what the big different. deal yes. is or why y'all are so upset about me saying I would beat the gay out of my son although clearly nothing would change he would just be fucked up because right. his mama beat the shit out of him for something he didn't ask for and then he right. can't change right like she really said what's the big deal with that the tweet that you made when however many years ago or whenever the fuck that came out would have been less hurtful had you acknowledged how fucked up it yep. was now that we're telling you it's fucked up yep. rather than being like I don't see what the big fucking right. deal is afterwards no no girl like it's okay for me to have that preference it's actually not you realize it's actually not okay that you done fucked up I wouldn't be surprised if another like a oh my god I don't know maybe a Viola Davis some some black Hollywood badass who has Bette Midler's contact was like, sis? I can't believe it. This is not it. Not even a little bit. This ain't it. Wow, girl. So bad. I'm so disappointed. I just with you. can't believe it. I will not be partaking in the Sanderson sisters this year, and it is because of you, and I'm hurt by it. I'm very hurt by it. I don't even Man. know. You might have fucked Hocus Pocus up for me for life. I just am so. <laughs> Where are my reparations? I just am... (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm still stunned. I can't believe she said it, and I can't believe she doubled down on it. I, like... It rang true then, and it rings true today. Bitch, it rang racist then, and it (laughs) rings racist now. (laughs) That has not changed. (laughs) What? (laughs) And then being like, it's a Yoko Ono quote, like... Like non-white, like other women, non-black people of color aren't racist towards us all the fucking time. Like... (laughs) Like they don't say racist things. Black like they don't perpetuate the racist world. ideas. Like black women are the niggas of the world to niggas. Everywhere, right? Like 
Do you think that the black people in Japan are treated the same as the non-black people in Japan? Do you think that? Because it's pretty global, you know, the fact that the darkest among us suffer the most. Shout out to Andre 3000. That's pretty global, girl. So, and you will find that across. All you have to do is honestly watch the news. Uh, 30 minutes, an hour of the BBC will change your life. Reading. It really will. Because shit is bad in America, but it is a lot worse in other places. Oh. Equally fucked up and a lot more. Let me just, like... Shit is bad globally. All over the place? Dead ass. <laughs> Woo! It's all trash. So, wow, Bette Midler. Like, there are countries where they're, like, today, are being like, we won't kill you if you gay. <laughs> like, just today. Yeah. Just people the, are just breaking through. Just being like, you know what? Yeah. You ain't got to go to prison for the rest of your life if you happen to like the same sex. I mean, there are still places where, where they're like, we're not letting up on that yeah. shit. And they're so, still like, we'll chop each and every limb off. We don't I care. I just don't understand how you can claim to be an ally and be that closed off to reality. So, I just can't believe she has potentially ruined Hocus Pocus for me. I don't know if I can watch it again. What am I supposed to do now, babe? What trash? What the fuck am I supposed Man, to do now? That is garbage. Wow. I'm Somebody sorry, better friend. put a spell on you, bitch, I'm because sorry. I am confused. I know that's a loss for you because you love that movie way more than I do. And I was never Words. into her music. I'm not even going front. I don't give a shit about her music. I mean, I've never really cared about Bette Midler as a musician. Yeah, you know, no, I mean, I know she's her own, you know, legend in her own right. But the I details, like I don't care. I like songs that she's done from some movies right. I liked. Yes, but I cannot say that, like, it. oh, I love this Bette Midler song. Right. Um... Anyway, so, you know, I got to give you a fuck you for that, Ben Milder. I'm sorry. That really was awful, especially you trying to come back in the faces of black people and being like, I don't even know what the fuck y'all hoes mad for. It was true then and it was true now. Like, what? Black women are real. Our stories are real. The fact that people like you act like this is honestly nothing new. I just didn't see it coming from her. And this always happens in the moments where, like, women need the most support. You know what I'm saying? All of these women in Hollywood and outside are now standing up and holding hands. And you know what I'm saying? We're all pouring out love to Dr. Ford and all of this stuff. But it's just like we... Every time that there's a big feminist movement that's going on, you mm-hmm. always have someone, usually someone with a lot of influence, who does something like this, which just draws a line down the middle and separates white women from from black women or from women of color. All of the time. Even though black women are at your rallies and ours, up at the front all the time. Black women get abused. Black right. women have been, you know, assaulted sexually. Black women have dealt with the same motherfucking shit that y'all are fighting about or fighting for right now mm-hmm. in this Brett Kavanaugh case and all of the ones surrounding it, past, present, future, unfortunately. So to just be standing up and, and looking at black women like, um, I don't care about what you're talking about, basically, is just like... Uh, you really just... <laughs> you think that, like... Anyways... I'm used to being shit on by white women, honestly. I'm used to having like our existence and our pain and the way they treat us denied. I just didn't see it coming from Bet fucking Midler. You too old. <laughs> There's no excuse. There's no excuse. Wow, trash. Last but not least, I really wanted to say, um, how do I word this? I love how you said you didn't have much to say, and then you went <laughs> it's in, my thing. and then you. It's just lore you? at this point. <laughs> Whatever. I honestly should have known. Um, 
I don't even know how I want to put this to words, but I know that I want to say it. Um, okay. Regardless of what kind of relationship you have with another person, whether it is a platonic friendship, a romantic sexual relationship, if it is a familial relationship, you're going to have good moments and you're going to have bad moments. You're going to have moments where everything is great and positive and you're uplifting each other and cheering for one another and loving each other. And then you're going to have moments where a person gets on your motherfucking nerves or does or says something that hurts you, bothers you, upsets you, a little bit of all, a little bit of whatever. And something I've realized for a long time at this point is that Many people don't know how to deal with the negative. Like, it's really easy for people to be like, oh, yeah, that's my friend. Oh, yes, my cousin is going to this university or just got this. Whatever. It's Mm -hmm. so easy for us to clap our hands for the people that we care about when they're doing great things. Right. When it's something negative, though, it seems like another thing that Yohanla said on that Braxton's episode that like was a highlight for me was most people will be upset with you and never even tell you why. We get so many letters from people all of the time where people will be like, oh, my baby father did this or my girlfriend is doing this or my best friend or my aunt or who at whatever. And it'll usually be like some petty, even if it's big or small, it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter like the impact of it, but it'll always be like, I don't know what to do or what do I, what do I do? And then we'll (laughs) always, almost always answer that question with go and talk to them. Like you actually have to say it. So... Personally, I have dealt with for, I feel like, the majority of my life blaming myself for a lot of the disconnect in that way. I can take, and I have taken, I think, with most of the people in my life, responsibility for my difficulties in uh, communicating with me. Okay. Um, I... I can be, like, aggressive. My tone can be aggressive. It can be a lot sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that I'm, like, the type of person who is just going to bite your head off and spit it out. I definitely, if you're a friend of mine, I'm not going to call you out your motherfucking name. Like, And even if we get to a shouting match or it just gets bad, I never think of it as being something that can't, you can't get past. You know, like, whether we're related or we're dating fucking or we're just home homies, like, there might be moments where we holler at each other. Mm, yeah, that's true. And you go and cool the fuck off and you do some mental work and then you get back to it. Like, that's just how I've always looked at relationships. And I think that sometimes I might be too expressive whether I'm saying something or not. Many times, if I'm the bitch who is like in the room and she's not saying anything to the girls in the room or whatever and she has an attitude, most of the time, it has nothing to do with anybody. If I am upset with you, mm-hmm. you gonna know. And you gonna know from me. <laughs> now, I may not tell you in the moment, sometimes, <laughs> I completely understand walking away from situations if it's something that's happened right then. If you are so upset in that moment, you like you're acknowledging that me talking to this person in this moment is not going to be productive because I'm so upset or so angry. My blood pressure is running full speed. It's not going to get where it needs to be. So I'm going to go calm down, maybe vent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like to, I think have one person. I use my therapist. 
but have maybe one other person that you go and talk to. Sometimes you need to get a little bit of that heat up off of your breath first True. so that you don't bring it back to the actual conversation. But for you motherfuckers who be so upset at people and you never talk to them about it, you never fucking acknowledge it, you don't say shit, but you still treat them like they're, like you're upset and then get confused as to why nothing ever changes or move forward, please have a conference with yourself Ooh. and whatever God that it is you serve. Because I'm done. Like, me personally, I feel like I, I've been in therapy like three years at this point. Every single week, you know what I'm saying, I meet with or speak to this lady. I have done soul searching. I'm still in the midst of doing soul searching. And I'm currently in like a, a really rocky place emotionally. So I don't have the capacity for a bunch of petty shit, especially if it's something that you can't come and speak up out of your own motherfucking adult mouth to me. If I have done something to you that you don't like, that bothered you, or even if it was a tiny petty concern, come and say that shit to me. Don't go and say it to the other half of the fucking world and expect that somehow it's going to get back to me and I'm going to crawl and say something to you because I'm not going to motherfucking do it. Stop punishing for... Stop... T- stop punishing people for doing things to you that they don't even fucking know they're doing. Like, stop making people, like, the, like, villain in your life over shit that you've never even talked about. Mm -hmm. How the fuck are people supposed to know what not to do, when not to do it, things that trigger you some sometimes it could be something as simple as like the way that somebody someone speaks Mm -hmm. maybe you speak with your hands a lot maybe your face is really expressive when you're talking about things or whatever and you don't like that you can go to a person and just calmly say I don't like when you do this or when you said that, it made me feel like this. I feel like anybody in your life that's really worth being there, if you come to them calmly and respectfully and say, look, I fuck with you, you know, I love you, but this bothered me or made me feel like this. Mm -hmm. That person is not going to be like, bitch, what the fuck is you even talking? Like, nobody should be coming at you sideways or crooked for you, like, expressing your real feelings. You know what I'm saying? And again, like I said, if it means that we go holler and scream or whatever and be mad, then let's do that. Now it's all out in the open and at least everybody knows what the fuck is going on and we know what we have to work with Mm -hmm. so that we can go back to our respective homes, cool the fuck down and address the shit later. You niggas be going around here talking to everybody but the motherfucker you mad at and they'll worry why you stay mad at the motherfuckers. It's because of you. Well, it's because of you, bitch, because at the end of the day now, I don't even know what the fuck the problem is because we've never fucking talked about it. Stop talking about stop talking to people hoping they will come and talk to me about it. And I'll come say something to you because I'm not going to fucking do it. No, period. You have to be a grown up. You do. You have to be a grown up. I've been witness to way too many. It's not even just me. I see other people who will be like, oh, you know, and they they did this. Or they said that and, da, 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 and whatever. But I'm not going to say anything because, you know, you can't even talk to them and blah, 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 and all that other shit. So why are you talking to me? Because I can't do nothing oh, to make damn. it change. Oh, I can't do anything. I'm certainly not going to run to this motherfucker and, and, and send right. your message or whatever. Go sit down and talk or don't call me your friend. Don't claim to be my nigga or whatever. Or if we family, there's nothing we could do about that. That, but you can certainly keep your motherfucking distance <laughs> and I can do the same for you. Right. Open up the two lips that God gave you and let your truth come out and set your motherfucking ass free or shut the fuck up. I'm tired. Mm. 
I'm tired because I'm not going to do the any more of the, well, Kid Fury is the big bad villain and I'm just so mean and nobody wants to talk to me because I'm just so da 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 No. I have had way too many times at this point. I have examples. As my therapist says, I have tangible evidence that shows that I have had moments and disagreements with people and I've had conversations usually that I initiate where I express my truth and I say how I what I need to say in what I deem to be a respectful and honest way. I may not say, you know, I may not cry and, and whimper and kiss your ass. I may speak the way that I'm speaking right now. <laughs> but like you are direct. Not everybody is like that. And I get that. You know what I'm saying? But if you are not the type of person who can have a simple conversation about something that bothered you with your friend or with your your significant other or whatever, why the fuck are you even involved with them? <sighs> For what? Yeah. What do I even, like, if I can't come to you and talk to you about something basic, why the fuck are we even involved with one another? There's, a like, way bigger fish to fry. So get out your motherfucking feelings, oh, put Lord. your big boy draws on, your big girl draws on, whatever it needs to be, and go out and do what the fuck you need to do. Because I'm tired. I don't want to hear no more shit from none of you <laughs> niggas about the next bitch that you never going to talk to about it or address it <laughs> with. Whatever. I don't give a fuck about that shit if Same. you ain't going to go talk to that motherfucker yourself. And as on top of that, don't come to me with no more of X, Y, and Z's bullshit about me. Because if X, Y, and Z can't tell me they motherfucking self, I guess it don't matter. The end. Ooh, I feel blessed to not know what this is about. <laughs> so <laughs> just I understand because I'm the type of person who I do love to argue and get in fights, but not with people that I'm close to. I would rather do anything but that. And I believe in like clear, direct communication. So if you have done something that legit upsets me, like I sit on it and I am not okay with it, and I consider you a friend or a close family member or whatever else. Like, I have to talk to you about it because I'm not going to feel at peace with our relationship until I do. I don't understand how you just stay mad at somebody forever and never tell them what they did. I think a lot of people say that and and don't mean it. How? Because there are many people who say that and then they don't do it. I'm witness. I see it happen all of the time. Like, I feel like more people than than not, like, are more, more often than not. I see people who are just like, whether it's something big or small, I just don't want it to be a thing or like, I just don't feel like dealing with it or whatever. So I'm just not going to say anything. But you're saying like, you're saying something right now and you're going to talk about it again, but just not to them about it. Like, I would rather us yell at each other for five, ten minutes. So it's all out in the open and we know what's going on and then go and fume and get back to it. than like, me secretly getting on your nerves or you secretly getting on mine and building all this animosity. Because see, the thing is, you feel like it's just something that you can sit on and, oh, it's not going to be a thing until they do it again. Mm. And then you're mad and you still don't say nothing or until they do something else. And then a year, two years has gone by and you don't even like this bitch no more and you don't know why. But that's what I'm saying. You know after a few hours or overnight whether it still bothers you. So at that point, it's like, why would you sit and let it fester? Because they know that they can go and talk and sit down with somebody else who is not that person and go say the shit to them. And that person will idle then and run and do their work for them or not say anything at all so that they don't have to be the one. And I'm not. I'm not playing that game y'all niggas no yeah. more I don't give a fuck about that shit say it to my face fall winter 18 that's what I'm on yes. and if you can't you're dismissed that's everybody and all of the above 
All right. Well, on that note, I believe that will wrap up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read. And our website is thisistheread.com. Tickets to our upcoming um, live shows this fall are available at thereadlive.com. Again, Philly, we will see y'all on October 21st. Um, let's see. Do we have any announcements this week? Yes, we will be appearing live at the Work It Festival from WNYC Studios happening in Queens at the Knockdown Center. That will be on November 13th. So you can get tickets for that at Yay. workitevents.com all spelt like the words are. And thereadlive.com where we also have tickets for um the tour that yes. was just mentioned. Uh also, if you're in New York City or in LA on the end of the month here, October, we'll be having Trilloween in New York, my Halloween party on October 26th mm-hmm. and in LA on October 28th. So come out again. You do not have to wear no motherfucking costume. You don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty sure that for one of these, I'm going to be dressed as an anime character. So I know the majority of you niggas won't even know what the fuck I got on. So if I don't care, you definitely don't have to care. Put on whatever you want or don't get dressed at all. But it is a Halloween party. So come have fun. Queen of Spades is going to be DJing and she's great. So. You can yes. go to Trilloween.com for link to the tickets. If you don't know how to spell that, if you have access to Instagram, it's in my bio and you can just click that link there. Yes. And that is just about it. Man, y'all are going to have a good ass time in L.A. because I feel like the weather is better over there on Halloween. So people get to wear like, well, I don't know. Maybe I guess if you're not trying to wear a thotty costume it doesn't really matter but like it's yeah, not so it's, fucking cold it's gonna be sluttier New yeah, York is I mean yeah I mean there are plenty of people in New York who just deal with it but New York is like always cold on Halloween it's gonna be yeah like, so it's you just have to accept it and deal with it or not it does get cold in LA during the nighttime. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. It does. Ooh, damn. I don't know how cold it would be at no, night at that point. I forgot but about that yeah, part. it well, does get chilly. So maybe bring a light jacket in a car or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> whatever you need, but come out and have a good ass. Hoes don't regardless. get cold. <laughs> a hoe never gets cold. Wow, Cardi B has really come a long way. Man. Yeah. <sighs> Shout out to her. I hope it keeps uh, you know improving. Yeah, anyway, I'm, just, I'm praying for the best for all of the above. Everybody involved. Do we have an acronym this week? S. T-M-F S-I-T-M-F 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 what you wanna say Say it Pull up and say it to my face. I want to see you be brave, okay? But if I were you, I wouldn't. <laughs> I cannot believe you let that white bitch punch you like that. Bye, y'all. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. 
Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.